What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Back in here, but another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And well, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. You're on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You on here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one. New, 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 new world AKA Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. You in the Desert Storm Bunker with EWF, every woman's fantasy, and CGA, see God Allah, and the eight time demonetized champion of YouTube. We are back in the building for a great show. Women's Dating Playbook Exposed by the Notorious One. New, 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 new world. All right, we definitely got a great show for you today. And we're going to also follow up on the son-husband epidemic. No, I did not coin the phrase, but I talked about this phrase a long time ago. Um, A mother in Chicago, Chicago. All right, Chicago or, all right, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, asked a 14-year-old young man to throw his life away. Because she don't know how to keep her mouth shut. Um, listen. Yes, we're going to go over that. And we're going to try to set the community straight. By telling you ninjas to skedaddle. Get out of there. Get out of Chicago. <laughs> Be sitting down ninjas around here. All right. Your mama's in here done done y'all dirty. As you guys see, Tupac Shakur's mom's being exposed. Of course, it's too late because she's already done seen The Undertaker. My headphones are really loud, so let me know if the sound effects are loud. They actually got them down lower than normal. But uh, let me know about the sound effects because my headphones, the new headphones, they're for some reason loud as hell over the weekend. Oh, I think I know what happened. <laughs> I think I turned up the headphone volume over here. But anyway, dear mama, we're going to talk about that. We got a doom and gloom CGA. We got a straggle and sniggle theater coming up. We got lots of straggles. The sounds are good. All right. Thank you, brother. We got lots of straggles. And we got plenty of sniggles. We got laughs and we got the best entertainment here on YouTube, as you guys know. New, 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 new world All right. Sound effects are good. All right. Yes, we're ready to go. All right. And uh, let me get to, to, oh, to contribute to the day show. Dollar sign the notorious CGA on the cash app. Bimmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that was pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can super chat on the Notorious. New, 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 new world CGA order. channel. Are you guys still believers? You still believe the media? Mm. <laughs> Are y'all still believing the media out here or not? All right, y'all believe that dude went down there, just first try, go down there, visit the Titanic. He got himself deleted. <laughs> y'all believe in this story? It's crazy out here. We got a lot of stuff to open you up. Open your mind up and make you more awake and aware because woke is not the way to go. Let's get to these super chats out here. We got a lot of brothers and we got already a big, big time sponsorship. Jeez, already. Albert Wesker says XX is run Pop Warner plays, but they think they're Vince Lombardi indeed. All right, we're going to get into the mindset of the American woman. They they run only a couple of plays. He says they only, only play most XX's. No, is right. 28, Blaine, Jermaine. They're, they're, women are simpletons. I'm just wanting to let you know. And this is not to belittle them because we're probably below simpleton. We just animals at this hour. Are we out here? Roar, right? We're out there. Roar. Ladies, you're simpletons, but you know, men are, we're just animals. All right. We're just animals. And uh, we're privy to manipulation, manipulative tactics. And this is why you see men 
dealing with women's bullshit. All right. When a man doesn't deal with a woman's bullshit, that ninja is he he's in a higher tier. He's in a higher tier space. And they do everything they can to make sure they know uh, they want you to know that you're um, you're hard to manipulate. They, they call you all kind of names. They're like, What's wrong with this mother sucker? We're going to talk about that. Marriage causes divorce is a woman's playbook is the investment phase, which is get the diamond ring, get the house, get the kids and get. He says, got to get my divorce and run. Got to yes. get my bag and run. <laughs> R.I.P. the husbands out here. Get that divorce and run. And he says the game is rigged. Men give up the diamond ring, the house, and the kids at the start of the marriage. And so she and the judge will have all the leverage in the future. And he says lawyers, judges will be XXs in the future. R.I.P. to men. Oh, man, yeah. Men are out in the bad shape out here. We out here in bad shape. Okay. John Ellison, let's ring it three times. We're going to ring John Ellison three times. He says, speaking of playbooks, he says, thanks for teaching me the free agent lifestyle. Been listening since 2018 religiously. And he says, your words have kept me focused on my grind and on my grind after my second divorce. Now you got money, as we told you what happened. And he says, go Lions and go Detroit. We played the Detroit Lions. Raiders played the Lions this year, so uh, we'll see. And he says, the Juco is litty. <laughs> he says, oh, and he says, when I start buying Punani, I don't want to hear it. Take me out with that. Shout out to you. I love this sound effect right here. I, I don't even remember where I put it. All right, here it is. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear nobody say shit. When you see me on the corner, bitch, mind your business. Mind your business. Oh, you know what? We got a great, we got a great video on this one, by the way. Um, we're going to talk about the lifestyle. We have a man in Rush, Russia. He's a Ruski. He's somewhere over there. I don't know. And um, he's got, and I've seen this done before, but he's proving a point by pulling up to women that are on the corner. All right, he, he's going to prove a point that you guys need to do. When you hear this point, it's going to wake you up. Okay, it's going to wake you up to the real. Shout out to Roberto Moreno. Saw you enjoying the free agent lifestyle this past weekend on those dune buggies. It says, sign me up, go Porsche gang in the biz in the building. And uh, if you're not following my Instagram, for some reason, they don't do. I'd be shadow banned everywhere. <laughs> All right. They don't let me get any new followers on Instagram. I've been stuck at the same Instagram follow count for a year. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Soon as they saw me rising up, they shut that shit down. All right. They don't, they know these social media companies know how to shut you down. So I haven't gained any followers in a year. <laughs> it was like unbelievable. But uh, anyway, if you're not following, check me out over here. Uh, look at your boy living the free agent lifestyle, going through those sand dunes on the side by side. Me and my son went out. And we was out in uh, the desert storm, if you will, you know. We out in the desert storm and we just enjoying a good old grand time in the buggy side by side. And uh, yeah, man, it was good getting dirty. And I'm a dirty, dusty. I'm a finish. I'm a dirty, dusty. And we living it up out there, man. We living good in the neighborhood, man. Hey, y'all just need to get out. 
Y'all need to get out, man. Go outside. And when I say go outside, I don't mean go outside to go touch ass and grass. You guys got it. I was just talking about this. I said, I said, um, I said, uh, for, for the most part, you guys got to, um, you guys got, when, when you go out like black, you know, black people, they be like, oh, we, we outside, but they just sitting there, right? We outside sitting on the corner. We're outside sitting at a bar. We're outside sitting. You know what I mean? We want you to get out. We want you to get out and go have some damn fun out here. And it's going to cost you. It's cheaper than going to sit out and pay for drinks. It's cheaper than going to get dressed up, dressed and fresh and get your nice shoes. So you don't want to get them dirty. You got to get experiences, man. And I keep, keep, keep showing y'all about that, man. Yeah. Hang, hanging on the porch on the stoop. So more of that to come pause. All right. Let me see here. Let me get two more. Uh, who is this in here? King, King Brodicus says, coach, I saw so many BWs and bonnets and pajamas and house slippers while flying from DC to Florida this weekend. We're not against rap. We're not against rappers, but we're against those bonnets indeed. Mm. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Uh, shout out to you, man. Hodge says, Coach, did you see the graduation girl from this last week that cried racism, got exposed for lying about it with video proof? Also appears she graduated with a liberal arts degree from a junior college. Yeah. Mm. So she was saying she was a nurse, but I don't think she was a nurse. Maybe she was. I'm not sure. Last one, Glenn F says, I oh, this is a sponsorship, by the way, just so you know, y'all kicking off the week. I'm he says, I owe my peace, quiet, and freedom and six-figure income to the free agent lifestyle. He says, three years in, and I'm never turning back. Thanks, coach. Man, I'm telling you, man, this is the this is gonna be the new wave. I mean, I know it's I've been around for five plus years preaching this free agent lifestyle. Um, but it's going to be the new wave. It's going to be what people are doing because men are figuring this shit out, figuring this shit out. Women are a gigantic waste of time for the majority, for the majority of it. And, um, you know, all of the stuff that you're up against. Listen, I don't know. We're up against a new world here. Speaking of new world, let's go full doom and gloom here. Let's go doom and gloom. And no, this isn't the depopulation agenda. All right. But there it is out here. Let's take it to some doom and gloom CGA. Um, evictions are skyrocketing and, uh, man, this is an interesting economic time. There is some opportunities for you guys to, you know, capitalize off of these people. This is why we tell you get in the best position you can before the shit hits the fan. Here it is. Millennial couple with $64,000 of student loan debt can't afford kids saying that a, uh, $125,000 salary. And I'm sure, I don't know if this is combined income. Does it? feel like enough doesn't feel like enough y'all ninjas is out here playing the wrong game they out here playing the wrong game this isn't just going to be about millennials this isn't just going to be about millennials although they're in the age of marriage so forth so they're going to be most effective meaning they're going to make decisions based on economics of course we know feminism has entrapped and ensnared women now you know what they didn't got my stream. I can't even get, <laughs> I can't even share the article. Okay, here we go. It is entrapped in its near women. It's got women out of the household. Of course, I don't want to sit at home. Okay. Okay, go be an administrative assistant. AI is going to wipe these jobs off, clean off the map. Okay, in the next five years, certainly in the next 10 years, we're going to be in dire straits. Even these women are going to be unemployable. And um, they're going to have to figure out, out a way to either lower their expectations and so forth. And all of this stuff. What do I tell you? I did an entire show about the million dollar 
of debt that most people get in early in life. One of them is one of these bad debts of student loans. Listen, I was a student loan debt holder, a horrible situation. Uh, fortunately, I was able to get out of it, but many people will never get out of it. And they're threatening to not even pay their student loans when they return. They're going to boycott it only to tor torpedo themselves and never be a homeowner. They'll never own property. They'll never have a proper business. I mean, these people are in trouble and we're in trouble. We're in an economic, uh, we're in an economic situation where we're just going to make ourselves ser servitude uh, and indenture servants. And so here's another example of this. You got 125 K it looks like combined income and it doesn't feel like enough. I want to read briefly a couple of, Oh, I ain't going to read much, but of course they are in New York. All right. On paper, Kelly and her husband have it all figured out. The young couple live happily in upstate New York. So you guys got to understand, upstate New York is probably closer to Canada than it is New York City. So they're not in a high, high rent district. They're probably in anywhere between Binghamton and Syracuse and Buffalo and any of that. They're closer to um, they're closer to Pennsylvania and Ohio than they are New York City. So don't blame it on New York, if you will. And it says right here, they bought the home in 2020 before the housing market went bananas and they aimed to contribute thousands of dollars in what? All right, each month to their retirement fund and liquid savings account. Listen, these people, listen, these people are normies, <laughs> all right? Uh, normies going normie. Normies going normie. And so these people are doing the normal thing and the normal thing is not working anymore. Uh, so... Um, 125k in upstate New York. This is not New York City, but you know, these people are trying to live the normal lives and they can't even get it kicked off because they can't afford kids. And so, if they actually did something crazy, like had a kid or two, that's another 600 to 700 thousand dollars in debt that they're going to be in, right? And so, they're already in massive debt, they're probably underwater in their loan. And I mean, they can't live off the 125 24k even when there's a moratorium on a, on a student loan payment. And we're going to hit this. We're going to hit this uh, somewhere around August. He said that's minimum wage in New York. In New York City, it is for short, for certainly. But we're going to hit this point of August. Again, the moment of truth equals and meets the point of no return. We're going to hit this point where people are going to be asked out when them student loan debt payments kick back in. So you better be, you know, you got to live it a different way. Uh, my advice, normally to women, especially young women, uh, start your motherhood, start your journey of parentage and stuff early in life. I mean, but you got to do it in a two-parent household, not like a straggle-daggle. And then you can return later in life after you've gotten rid of that. But what happens is these people get married, 26, 27, 28. Then they try to make it work financially. Then they're trying to make it work with two incomes. And then they're thinking about kids and they push it off, push it off, push it off. And then they're like, oh, I'm 32, I'm 35. I don't want to. And then... But, you know, most people are morons, as I'd say. Let's go to the next one. All right. I did an entire stream of why women should push their work pursuits and education off to later in life. All right. Listen, I provide solutions. I don't I don't provide solutions that you're going to like, but I provide solutions. All right. Women did not like that stream. They were like, what? No, that's not fair. See, they always thinking about what's fair. And I'm like, man, take that up with God. <laughs> Listen, take that shit up with God. And then they want to point at the 25 women that are doing it. Well, those 25 people are doing it and I want to do it now. I actually had a woman. I dated a woman that um, she was an accelerated. Uh, she's a lawyer and she worked for one of these asset management firms. I can't say 
but um, she works for a very big, she worked at the time for a very big asset management firm. And um, she met with a high ranking member, female member of her firm. And that woman schooled her. That woman schooled her. She was like, at the time, my girlfriend at the time was 28 years old. And uh, she met with this woman that was like in her fifties and she was making money hand over fist. She was balling. And she told my girlfriend at the time, listen, if you're going to be in this business, you're going to have to, you're going to have to uh, get out of uh, having kids, <laughs> right? Forget it. Get it. Forget it. If you want to do this job at this level of where I am at 50, making X amount of dollars, she, that woman probably was making a million dollars a year. All right. She was like, forget it. For, forget, give it up. You're going to have to choose one. <laughs> choose one. But a lot of women want to choose it all. I want to have it all. But she was like, nah, get it out of your head, young lady. Give up having kids. You want to get to my level. No kids. She basically said, you want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. Yeah, that's basically what she said. You better work, bitch. I mean, listen, these people work round the clock. Speaking of working, here is uh, praise. It says praise as a man refuses to let his 24-year-old stepdaughter move home. He says, grow up, bitch. Mm, All right. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. All right. Thank God. Let's go ahead and see this man right here. Take a look at this guy right here. Shout out to this dude. Let's give him the prices right. Putting these bitches in check. He said, man, bitch, hit the streets. Get out. <laughs> All right. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get up out of here. It's like, get the hell out of here, man. Y'all just need to stand up to these kids, man. Gen X, y'all some coward-ass parents. Get these punk-ass kids out your house. Dead-ass, weight-ass kids. Hey, man, do not let these kids move back. Kick rocks, ninja. Bitch, you're going to realize real fast how good you had it over here. And it says right here, a father is refusing to let his adult stepdaughter. So you see that, ladies and gentlemen? Adult. Oh, she's just a child. No. 24 is enough to get pregnant, throttled. And put out here over your kneecap, over my kneecap at least. Adult stepdaughter moved back into the family home amid concerns she's a terrible influence on his two young kids. But while his wife is urging him to reconsider his stance, many online feel he's entirely within his rights to keep her ass out the house. Mm. Shout out to this ninja. And unfortunately, remember, I tell you this and I gave you avid warning about stepfathers. All right, shout out to all the step daddy and step dummies out here. Shout out to them. I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things again. But when you're married, if you marry into a step parentage, one of the things you have to watch out for is that she has a loyalty, bloodline loyalty to her child, meaning that you might have married her. Say the child was 15 when you came into the woman's life, and uh, you were like, okay, I'll play the step dummy just just long enough you big dummy and then you play the step dummy and then you're like okay when the kid turns 18 they're gonna go off to college and you know they they're gonna get out of the house and i'm gonna enjoy my life with my new wife unfortunately if that kid does not have any ambition that kid's not gonna leave the house and you're gonna have a tough time telling your wife your second wife and um to, you know you're gonna have a hard time pulling and holding masculine frame that's what i meant to say so if you hold masculine frame you might lose your wife and the stepdaughter or the stepson because the step the, the mother's gonna stay she's gonna have loyalty to her kids she's gonna have a hard time saying well listen i got a new family get the fuck out mm. <laughs> right 
she's going to have a hard time. And if she does have a hard time, she's going to ruin your marriage. So this kid potentially might ruin this marriage. All right. So this is a thing that people don't recognize in step parentage that happens quite often. And then the man has to tuck tail. The man has to give up. Okay, F it. And he's got this adult bitch living in this house and she ain't going to do nothing but smoke weed, smoke vape, come in at all hours of the night, be a manager, assistant manager at Subway, maybe do some OnlyFans, sell some Punani, bring Chad's and Tyrone's all up in the crib. All right. She ain't going nowhere. Once she hunkers down, she's there till she's 30. All right. So um, watch out for this. And I share these things with you, not to belittle people, but to tell you why exactly I wouldn't get remarried to a woman who have kids. I'm like, nah, hell no. I know women who have kids that I dated and them kids still live up in that month that them women's houses. The kids still live up in the women's houses. So imagine if I dated them and I was like, she's a good woman. She's a good lady. She deserves this. And I married them. Them kids will be still up in the crib. All right. Hell no. Not I. Not I. I would never be. I will never be. I will never be a step granddaddy. I will never be a step granddaddy, meaning this bitch get pregnant and she has a baby and that baby lives in my house. And that grandkid is not even bloodline grandkid, stepdad grandkid. All right. Tell these kids to kick rocks, man. In a post shared to Reddit, it says under the handle, uh, you slash backslash disgruntled dad. The man wrote that his 24 year old stepdaughter recently broke up with her boyfriend. She wants somewhere else to stay for a few months. Yeah, right. Until her lease ends, since she doesn't want to keep living with her ex. However, the poster, who has a three-year-old and a six-year-old uh, with the stepmom, it says the stepdaughter's mom, says right here, doesn't want her back into the house following a series of conflicts during her previous stay. Yeah, she was a bitch, right? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> All right, so right there, yep. Oh, 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 it was okay. And so, yeah, the daughter, stepdaughter was already an ungrateful piece of trash anyway. Mm. She was a big piece of trailer park trash. I mean, I'm talking beef jerky. I'm talking Mountain Dew. I'm talking uh, 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 sunflower seeds. Yeah, big old piece of trailer park trash. And keep them pieces of trailer park trash out. Kick these kids out, man. Kick these damn kids out of this house, man. Kick them out. Why y'all keeping, yeah, methany, crystal meth. <laughs> crystal methany. Man, get up out of there. Yep, dipping. Man, get out of my house. All right, man, y'all got to be hardcore on these people. All right, what is this here? I got something else. Adventures are skyrocketing. Enough about that. All right, let's get to these PayPal's and all of that. Um, if you don't know, evictions, car repossessions. I've been warning you of this for a little over a year and a half. I've been telling you, we into some doom and gloom here, brothers. We going to be in here for a hard times. What do we got here? All right, what do we got here? Shout out to Sam over there on the Cash app. And Joy is in the building. Shout out to Joy. He says, she says, she says, sister, you been on, on my, my sister. The sister says, doing the Lord's work, LOL. Have a great weekend. Shout out to her. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Shout out to the chocolate sisters out here. I do date sisters, y'all. But I got exacting standards to the sisters I date, just to let y'all know. <laughs> I got I, I got exacting standards. That sister gonna be unlike any sister on earth. On earth. All right, shout out to DGC more. I'm gonna have her ass under contract. 
All right, shout out to uh, DG Seymour in the building, back in the building again. And uh, shout out to, uh, I don't know how to pronounce your name. Is it Seggy? We'll call you Seggy. He says, when things don't add up, start subtracting. That's a CGA quote. When things don't add up, well, I didn't probably create it, but I brought it here. Okay. Shout out to Kevin Sullivan. Good morning, coach and the coach gang. Great topic today. I had an ex from my apartment complex invite me to her church for men's month. Did a little researching, and you guessed it. She's a single mother of three. He says, Coach, let me get the playbook on this one. Oh, my Lord, these single mothers out there, these single mammies. Oh, the humanity. These single-ass mammies. <laughs> right, shout out to the single mammies out here trying to get your ass to church after she done repackaged that peace leave. All right, that's what the playbook is at. She repackaged it up. She was like, let me repackage that. It's kind of like... um. Have you, you know, men, men know this, men know this. Have you ever, um, have you ever seen women use saran wrap? They're really good at wrapping stuff. They can get the saran wrap all good. It's all perfect on top. They get that little saran wrap. They can rip it off the little thing with the little teeth. They go rip it. You know, I do it. I do my saran wrap. I rip it off the teeth and the damn thing folded up looking like, uh, looking like a baby mama's stomach. Looking like the stomach. You know what I mean? But, um. They can get that saran wrap ram. Now, here's the deal. You ever go in there, you get the tuna fish, you see the tuna fish, the saran wrap, you open that saran wrap, you get a little tuna bit, and then you try to put the saran wrap back like it was. You can't put it back like it was. Mm. Same thing with them. They can't repackage that piece, Lee. They can't put it back like it was. <laughs> all right. You know, don't take it all the way off. They try to pack it back up. It's all balled up on the bottom. You can't even... Yes, a mess. El Jefe says, hope you're enjoying your Saturday sipping iced tea. Join in the CGA Porsche Club today. Blue chip mindset all the way. <laughs> all right, all the way. Somebody says, I can't listen to you while I'm in the gym. I've tried multiple times. Coach is way too hilarious. All right. Shout out to you, man. Please do not drop dumbbells. Please do not drop dumbbells on y'all, man. For y'all gym working out, brothers here. Y'all watch me in the gym. Okay, uh... Y'all should, they should just play me in the gym. They should just play me in 24-hour fitness. All right, they fitting them, damn. All right, anyway, shout out to Benjamin. We'll call you Benjamin. And he says, Coach Greg Adams, thank you, brother. And we got two more. And then, uh, no, how many? Three more. And then a couple Super Chats. Ladies Love Coosies says, uh, if the Ocean Gate told us that there are free excesses in the ocean, ninjas would still go. Ninjas will go anywhere for a piece of booty. Anywhere. Anywhere. And then they'll excuse it for a while. Well, she think. All right. Mr. Kevin Ortega's in the building. Coffee fun coach. Thanks for your hard work. We're get we're really oh man, we got like two thousand people in here. All right. I wasn't paying attention. And by the way, it's two thousand cumulatively because I have two channels. I'm simulcasting. All right, so there's 300 plus over on the Notorious CGA channel. Remember, new, 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 new world all right, order. is this no government name? I got no government name in the building. Hashim Shabazz says the BET Awards last night. I didn't watch, but I know it was satanic and ungodly. It's a damn shame. Yeah, well, that's the black community again. All right, anyway, all right, no government name says, are you aware of the video of the teen shot man for punching his mom at a Chicago restaurant? He says they are mixed emotions and opinions. When it comes to this situation, I don't care who is right or wrong. Plays, play, he says, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. The 14-year-old shouldn't have had a gun. I know. 
All right, that's going to be a tough situation. It's a very tough one. He says, um, and he says, uh, the mother shouldn't have got in the man's face. The man should have just minded his own business and not argue about something that's not important. We can point fingers all we want, but that doesn't discount the fact that these people are in an environment that is not conducive to live in. I've been saying that the government is one thing, but there are no common decencies or home training. That's just my take on the situation. And I'm going to cover that in a little bit. I'm going to cover that situation in a little bit. Uh, yeah, not many people are going to agree with me, but you know, I got to hit the truth like it is. Ladies, I got to hit it. I got to hit it like it is. You know what I mean? You know, you can't be mad. I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to hit that bottom though. All right, let me stop. Guys, talking, it's really a pandemic of weak son husbands. I was just at a Chick-fil-A and this weirdo kid who works there came from behind the counter to slide by me in line all in my personal space just to get behind me in line. I said, what the F are you doing? He says, I'm big on personal space. Very weird. Yeah, personal space is interesting. That's an interesting concept too. I think the more crowded area you're in, people don't understand personal space. You're not used to personal space. I don't know. Like in, I think Japan and these people are used to be all up on you. You ever be with somebody and the Asian dude be all on your neck breathing? All right. Smelling like you just ate a bowl of, never mind. I'm like, bro, get that garlic. You eating too much garlic, man. All up in my grill. They be all up on you, man. Trying to steal your wallet and shit. I'll be all up on you, breathing. I look back behind him. I'm like, Chin, back up. Chin, you don't got to be this close to me, man. All right, back, back the hell up. Now, what I need is I need Ling Ling all up on my back, all up on my neck. All right, let me stop. <laughs> right. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. This should be an interesting one. So let's go get it. Like, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Yeah, it was that kimchi. Yeah, they be smelling like I'd be like, bro. Anyway, let's get back to it. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. They love the streets. This is what I was talking about. Pay attention to this. It is a little bit in, in a foreign language, so I'm going to have to translate it. Yes, I'll have to read. But um, apparently this is a, a man that is somewhere in the Soviet bloc apartment complex. And of course, you have women. In the street. We have women working. All right. Which is going to be a lot going on here. It's going to be a lot. A lot of more. A lot more women, especially younger women, are going to be working. And uh, let's take you to the scene. This person claims to drive up to a woman working in these streets and offer her money. Now, remember why she's working. She's working to get stretched out and the insides pushed to her esophagus. So that's why she's working. Now, he's going to offer her money, but to come cook and clean. All right, not for to give up the punani, not to give up the peace leave. So he says, why don't you come to my house and you can clean up and I'll pay you money. Now, the woman's going to have a unnatural response to this because, listen, if you think they're out here, for his, he's going to make a point. Let, let me just play the video. He's going to make a point on this one, and I'll have to translate it. Here we go. Okay, so just he pulled up. He says, hey, good morning, good evening. She says, good evening, your strangest pleasure. She's like, what are you looking for? And then he says, um, <laughs> listen here, whore. All right, here we go. All right, so 300 probably rubles for a blow, blow ski, 700 for this. She basically reads off her menu. All right, for an hour. Here we go. 
на пару часов, но не трахаться. Домой там поубирать, картошки нажарить. Okay, so he says, hey, listen, um, I don't want to F you. I just want you for a couple of hours. I'm going to pay you your hourly rate, but come fry some potatoes, do the laundry, and clean up the house. All right, that's basically what he says. All right, and says right here, she said, that ain't me, bro. She was like, bro, nah, man. She was like, there's going to be a point to this, so hang tight. So she was like, that ain't me. All right. And he was like, why? He said, so you're ready to F, but not ready to clean. Let's take a look. All right, so there she goes. She's like, I ain't into this shit. Natasha was like, I ain't into this shit. And she goes bopping off. She puts her headphones on. And it has to be terrible to be a prostitute in Russia. Jesus, look how cold it is. All right, so he skedaddles. All right. Damn. Igor. All right. And so she now he goes into the tirade, basically like, look, she's ready to have sex and suck on smelly salami. Pause. But. All right. So now let me just wrap it up now. So basically he's saying now. He just gave the woman an opportunity to make her rate, not have to give up any sex, not have to give up any pedussy, not have to do this. And he was going to pay her. But then he says, people are saying, hey, feel bad for these girls. These girls are desperate. These girls are forced out here to work. These girls are are being forced out here. So you should feel bad and be bad, be, feel bad about sex. What do they call it? They're trying to get Andrew Tate on it. I can't remember what they call it. But anyway. Uh, where they with a slave sex slavery. All right. And so he was like, he was like, don't feel bad for them. People are trying to feel bad for them, but they're choosing this trafficking. Thank you. Trafficking. I could not think of it for some reason. Thank you, brothers. And he's saying people are saying feel bad for them, but these women are choosing. They're cho again. I always tell you, man, you, the struggle didn't choose you. You chose the struggle. They're choosing to be whores. They're choosing to breed prostitutes. He's like, don't feel bad for them. Don't try. Remember, don't save them. They don't want to be safe. He gave her a great opportunity. A great opportunity to not have to do this again. It wasn't a cap to save a hoe, but he was trying to prove a point. He was like, I'm going to pay you the same money. You just don't have to do nothing, but you have to cook it clean. They're choosing to be out in these streets. In these streets. She was like, this is a lifestyle choice. Let me see if I can get the translation here. He was like, do not feel bad for them. He said, it's a way of life. They are not ready to work and they don't want to. There it is. It's a way of life. They are not ready to work and they don't want to. See? This is what I want to tell you guys out here. A lot of guys feel bad and we need to do this and we need to do that. And at some particular point, she might change, but it's too late. It's too late for her to change at that particular point. But he was like, they are choosing this life. It's not all, somebody said it's all they know. Sometimes it's all they know, but it's all they want to do. They're like, I don't want to do that. And let's be honest, she might have a pimp out there. So um, she can't go, but maybe she does have a pimp. She just go there and you don't have to give up the badussi. They're choosing it, and this is where it's going to go. When people say, nah, it'll never be legal, 
I'm telling you, they're going to have to. They're going to have to because more women are choosing this. They're going to choose this lane and they'll be like, I'll just settle in here. Okay. Now, when it's too late, they want to flip and pivot and all that stuff. You, that's where I want you guys to be vigilant. Now, do not take the pivot. Do not the, take the pivot. Let's go here. Uh, another straggle. We got a white liberal, right? An old white liberal woman. And uh, Kanye, tell us what's up. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. No, we can't. But let's get to it. This looks like definitely on the west side of New York City. Let's get to it here. And this woman's going to explain why she will not vote for Trump. If the election was tomorrow, who would you vote for? Trump? Well, not, not Trump. Not Trump? Not ever. Not ever, ever Trump. Why? That, I mean, I don't even think there's any reason why I should ask, answer that. Seriously. Can I have one, like one reason? I'm just curious. He has been a liar. He has been all about himself. Everything, everything he's done, he's ruined this country. He's been a cancer, in my opinion, for this country. How though? All the what? Have you? Do you ever watch the news? Or <laughs> Take a look at this. Oh my lord! Oh the humanity. Uh, she was like, "Do you ever watch MSNBC? Mm. You watch the news? Did you hear what they're saying about him? This is reprehensible." You didn't watch CNN? <laughs> oh, no, my lord. First of all, I want to let you guys know, man, I do not, I can't stand liberals like this, right? I don't mind kicking it with y'all. I need you to be moderately liberal, but if you're liberal, any race, I can't deal with you. I can fornicate with you, but that's about it. All right. I'll fornicate. All right. But uh, even then I'm cautious. Uh, this is a classic example of a white liberal woman. You stay away from and ninjas. I'm telling you right now, you know, these older white liberal ladies, they're going to throw them teacher arms and them saggy waggies all over you. And you're going to be out there. They'll put drop that neck and give you the gummy. And you're going to think you in heaven. All right. So be careful with these people. These people are slave masters in disguise. And they're ready to throw your ass up under the bus. Um, and so I, I'm wondering, again, 100 years of voting. And this is where we ended up. All right. Lord have mercy. I mean, listen, 100 years of voting. And this is what this is the explanation. If the election was tomorrow, who would you vote for? Trump? Well, not, not Trump. Not Trump? Not ever. Not ever, ever Trump. Why? That, I mean, I don't even think there's any reason why I should ask, answer that. Seriously. Can I have one, like one reason? I'm just curious. He has been a liar. He has been all about himself. Everything, everything he's done, he's ruined this country. He's been a cancer, in my opinion, for this country. How, though? All the st What? Have you, do you ever watch the news or no? <laughs> Where's the husband? Typical says right here, her husband is a hostage and a simp. I mean, step in there, man. Step in there, man. Look at this guy, man. He handpecked like a mother sucker. Look at this dude right here. Look at this dude. Handpecked. This ninja, I'm going to tell you what, man. He got a whole boyfriend on the side. I'm going to just let y'all know. Allegedly. Allegedly. This ninja on the down low. All right. He has to touch this woman's breast in, I guarantee, 25 years. How much you want to bet? Over or under 25 years, he sucked on her nipple. Other than the orgy. Other than that orgy. I bear, when was the last time? He said a closet master. I'm telling you. Or he got the Juco on the side. Either one. He has not touched that woman. I know it. I'm just letting y'all know. <laughs> All right. Anyway, he definitely got a side piece. Let's talk about uh, lingo here. 
Uh, so some brothers, I think this must be on um one of these goofy ass shows. Jimmy Kimmel. I know he watches me. Jimmy Kimmel got to watch me, man. You ain't got no funny. All right. You got zero funny. Um, the only time you funny is when you over laugh. But anyway, I think this is um, Charlize Theron or one of them women. And they actually are looking at this picture of Taylor Swift and Icy Spicy. All right. Remember, I showed you this picture and I talked about Taylor Smith's Taylor Swift's long back. And and the icy spicy bubble. Now listen to these two. They're playing a game. Like okay, guess I give you a clue and you guess. Listen to what they say here about Taylor Swift. Oh wait a minute. Here we go. Uh, I got to replay it here. Hold on. Give me turn the volume off. Uh, she has a very long back. Uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Now, here's my question, man. I mean, listen, I know I don't come up with all of this shit. Now, how do people. I know I've been putting this out here. I'm telling you, man, I'm not the only listen. I'm going to have to tell you, honestly, I'm not the only one that came up with flat backed and long backed it. I've been really probably many few people have been talking about this. They got to be watching me, man. They got to be. Listen, I know. I, listen, I'm telling you, this lingo is not saying some moments flat back. It is not new long back. But come on, man. Come on. It, it, it's oh, it's an old clip. It's an old clip. No, no, no. We had the picture up, but it might be an old clip. I, I It's OK. I, I don't even want to. I'm not going to go into that, but I want to go into I want to go into the reaction of the the flat back the woman on the show all right <laughs> all right so the fact that these two brothers were able to say long backed it and figure it out has stunned Jimmy Kimmel and Charlize Theron they're stunned that these two brothers was able to pull that out and watch Charlize Theron's reaction <laughs> uh, she has a very long back uh Taylor Swift <laughs> 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 hey man, it could be no other than Taylor Swift. I mean, she got the longest back in history, man. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> listen, she got the longest back in history, and so is this flat back right here. All right, she you listen, I like the flat backs, all right, but um, <laughs> she's stunned, <laughs> she's stunned on this one, and I love it, man. She's like, Hold up, wait, how did you get how did you get that? It could have been Charlize Theron. Look at the brothers. You look at the brothers. Hey, man, shout out to the brothers. And, man, you know, we do have our lingo. And Jimmy Kimball's like, how in the world? What? No. 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 How the hell you? She want an explanation. She's like, wait a minute. What that mean? <laughs> She's like, what in the world? Because, you know, man, listen, I, I lived around a lot of white girls. And for some reason, when they got just a little booty, just a little one. First of all, ninjas will over, oh, she got ass. And I'm like, okay. And when they got just a little booty, they'd be like, I got a booty like J-Lo. And you're like, really? <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. You're sitting there like, wait a minute. Who are you? 
And so this woman right here is having a wait a minute moment. In fact, she is a long backed it, flat back the Supreme. All right, she definitely a flat back the Supreme. She Google for Cocoa Puffs too. How do you know that? How do y'all ninjas know that? Well, black people have to have speak, speak, we have to speak in code. All right. And for a long time, uh, people don't understand. We've been one of the biggest, you know, influential people on the English language, despite the fact that they say black people can't talk in Ebonics and blah, blah, blah. But if you look at the last 100 years of language, many of the slang words that blacks, especially black men, have come up with and black women um, have been adopted in our culture. All right. Adopted. Bling, bling. Um, and you just go down the line. There's many, many examples of this. And so now this flat back, long back, even myself coming up with phrases to basically, and the reason why you would use slang is for other people to not be able to infiltrate you and understand what you're doing. You come up with coded language in order to survive, either sell drugs or hustle or whatever, make sure you keep people out of your area. And you come up with coded language so people can't understand you uh, originally. So hip hop has been an influence to that gang culture, drug culture, also just the culture in general, pimp culture, the ism, and, and there's a, you know, uh, civil rights, you know, you don't want to get infiltrated. So you got to come up with coded language and um, that coded language, even pig Latin has often been used in the community to code language. I've created phrases to code language and thus it becomes a part of the lexicon. And then some people are slow to catch on. They're slow to catch on, right? Uh, rock and roll with slang. Uh, somebody says uh, for sex. Oh, rock and roll with slang for sex. Wow, that black's created. So yeah, I didn't realize that was slang for sex. But shout out to you. Thank you for uh, cluing me in. So yeah, I, I love it. I love that these sniggles, all right, put the that flat back straggle in her place. And she realized she got a flat booty. All right, shout out to them. Let's get to the next one. I love it. Oh, y'all ninjas. Okay, we got some stud straggles. Or are these sniggles? Which one is it? I can't really tell. Uh, gentlemen, uh, Returning King says, is this your competition? Take a look at what's going on here. We got stud sniggles. We're going to have to call them sniggles because they dress like sniggles. These are all allegedly biological females. All right. And so they dress dapper, very, very dapper. They clean with them clean ass cheeks too. One of them had a mustache ninja. Mm. One of them had a mustache. Holy mackerel. Oh man, we are living in some different times, man. We going, look, that one has a mustache. Oh my Lord, mm. man. What are we doing? Oh, the humanity. <laughs> Yo, we, we, we going, we going in a different direction y'all. And this trans culture is going to be even, you know, this is the early adoption of trans culture so that, you know, you know, you could call it a depopulation agenda. It's a part to get people to be open and available to do uh, demonic, debaucherous things against nature. And they don't want nature to advance. They want people to be different. And they're opening the minds of difference right here. So these women, they're saying this is your comp. Oh, my Lord. Yikes. You big dummy. We out. Yeah, we're going to androgyny. And androgyny has always been a part of 80s culture with rock and roll and with not rock and roll, but rock music, pop music, Prince. There was been always um uh, androgyny going on. But, uh, you know, for black folks, remember what I tell you about every agenda. The community, they will start in the community. The black 
the black community is very influential in our country. So they'll start everything in the community. The community is a microcosm of where America will be in 30 years. Everything that happens in America has started in the black community 30 years prior. And this is going to be another one here with them pushing this. So be careful. Look out. Look out for this. This is going to be like um, it's not going to be people my age doing it. It's going to be younger people. They're going to be lost and lost, confused, disillusioned. All right. Have no instruction headed for self-destruction. They'll have nowhere to go. They'll have no punani to get or don't know. And they'll do this. They'll do this. This is going to be very big coming up in the future. Yes, indeed. Indeed. So anyway, yeah, it looks goofy and corny, but just get, just give it time. Give it time. I'm sure somewhere in Atlanta, you can see a lot of these studs, maybe in Charlotte or something like that. But just wait, D.C. probably. But but just wait. You'll see more and more women do this because they'll be like, hey, actually, you know what? Listen, I coach women's basketball and uh, we had some studs like that. Like we had some studs that were the dudes for sure. And they would dress dapper like when we would have a banquet. They would come dressed like in a suit like this. I, I remember I had at least I coached at least three studs like this. Like they were dudes. Like they would grow their hair out, hairy legs. And and when it was time to dress for the banquet, they dressed like a dude. Like they dressed just like this. They dressed like this. All right. And uh, they they all married women. They all married women or and had kids and all of that stuff. Yep. I know at least off the top of my head, three studs that I coach like this. All right, and they would come to the banquet just like this. And you'd be like, and you know what would happen? You know what would happen? We would go to the, it would be a college banquet. And um, it would be like the conference tournament banquet. And um, they would come dressed like that. And it'd be all the other teams at the conference tournament. And that girl would get a lot of attention at that banquet. All right, girls would be having her cornered up, hemmed up. And she'd be running, man, she'd be running game. What I'm going to tell you, I've been telling y'all this secret. And a lot of you guys don't understand. I've been around a lot of lesbians, all right? And they got more game than y'all ninjas. They got more game. They got more game than many males that I know. Even some of these game nerds on the internet. These lesbians got more game than you, 100%, right? I've seen it. I've seen it. And they be pulling baddies. They be pulling baddies, bad chicks. Like, damn, right? They be pulling baddies, Y'all don't know, man. They be on a motorcycle. They jump off their motorcycle, take their helmet off, and they ain't got no, they have no uh, filter. They have no fear. And it don't matter if that girl is straight or gay that they approach. They will run right up and pull your bitch right up under you, <laughs> right? It is crazy. It's a sight to see. I've seen it. I was, I've been around them for 15, almost 20 years. And so people think they'll be like, nah, man, you tripping, bruh. You don't know. You do not know. Uh, anyway, he said their game is the same. They will pull your girl and girls will likely experiment with these girls because it's interesting. It's dangerous. They'll go over there. They'll check it out. Not all women, but some men, some some baddies will see baddies don't have a filter. That's another thing. Uh, let's go to this niggle here. Um, here's a sniggle who tries to put his girl in check. But she checks him. All right. So watch out. We got a straggle in the sniggle. Let's go ahead and play the video. Can I borrow some hair and fix the rest of my beard, please? Can I take this? Because it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. It's a lot. And you, to be honest, you really need to cut that. Shit. I'm going to just be real. I really would appreciate if you cut that. 
it off because what make you think you could just walk around like that? And what makes you, you think you, you can live off me and you 30? Bro. You really need to sign a lease. You really need to buy a car that don't cut off after two minutes. You really need to get your money up and not your funny up. You really need to pay your phone bill. Okay, but... Oh, man. Jesus. Man, that turned left pretty quickly. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Man, these people deserve each other. So this nigga was trying to put her in check about having underarm armpit. And I don't know what's going on with these women today, man. What is going on? Why is she? What kind of man? What are we doing here, man? What is going on, ladies? What's going on, man? Are y'all lazy or is these some trannies? What is going on? I don't know what's going on in this world today. Like, it's getting confusing for a lot of people. What are we doing? She got the she got more tattoos than him. This is getting out of control. She got that terrible wig on. Terrible wig. And let's just talk about it. He's out here trying to put her in check. And she's, I think this is a guy. This has got to be a man. Look at the eyes. The eyes giving it away. What is going on? Can I borrow? This got to be a man. Some hair and fix the rest of my beard, please. And it wouldn't surprise me if this is a man because black men be out here again, they don't have any standards. None. None. It's not just black men. I heard some questionable shit by one of y'all favorite content creators, too. All right. I don't mess around. I need I need a natural born badussy. That's what I need. I don't mess around. All right, but but just because she like, oh, she looks good, so it's a pass. Ninjas don't have no um, they don't have no. Can I take this? Because it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. It's a lot. And you, to be honest, you really need to. What is wrong with his crust dash? Look at this crust dash. What is going on? Cut that. Sh I'm going to just be real. I really would appreciate if you cut that shit off because what make you think you could just walk around like that? And what you make know, you think you, you can live off me and you 30? Bro. You really need to sign a lease. All right. And so he's a straggle. He, I'm sorry. He's a sniggle. All right, and so she's now going to highlight the fact that she's with a sniggle. We're going to talk about this later in the female playbook. You really need to buy a car that don't cut off after two minutes. Wow, man. Then just get it, man. Black men, y'all need to get y'all game up for real. For real. You need to get your financial game up. This is the death of you. Your your salami discipline is the death of you. And I, I, I want to hammer this point home. Your lack of salami discipline is the death of you. 100%. Uh, you can't blame nobody else but yourself. I don't want to hear the white man. No, no, no. It's because you guys don't have no salami discipline. This is absolutely a disgrace. And yes, she picked them. But listen, these are straggles we're talking about. You really need to get your money up and not your funny up. Atrocious. <laughs> Atrocious behavior. What do I mean? These people are out here despicable. This is why I don't have faith in humanity. Yeah, indeed. All right, let's take check up. Let's catch up on the Super Chats. All right, that was Straggling Sniggle Theater. Hit the like button. We got 2,500 people in here watching the best show on YouTube. The best edutainment. Here we go. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, we got Peruvian Heat. What's up, coach? It's the first of the month on Saturday. So you know what that means. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And he says Juco will be on discount at least for the next couple of weeks here, next couple of days. <laughs> Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, yeah, they man, actually, you know, right around the 26th, my phone starts beeping. All right, Newton G says, crazy coach. He says, coach, crazy how JT from City Girls threw her phone at little Uzi Vert 
at the BET Awards yesterday, and the BWs are supporting her in the chat. And as we know, send it. Female-owned group preference is what we call that. And so when they see behavior, they're automatically going to choose up on the woman's side. And, um, you know, straggle behavior, I believe he was allegedly talking to Icy Spicy. I call her Icy Spicy. I do not see what y'all see in her. I, I Listen, I'm, like, I'm all for the junior college. But that's a basic average. This is a below average woman. <laughs> all right. Y'all be really hype. Listen, shout out to Icy Spicy. I mean, this woman's below average. What the fuck? What is y'all hyping that woman up for? She got a booty. That's a stank. Dude, anytime I. Bro, that's a stank booty. I know a stank booty when I see one. <laughs> that's a stank booty. Listen, I, I'm all for the booty thing. Again, ninjas always. You're going to throw your life away for a big, fat, juicy ass. Listen, that's a stank booty. This is a this is a below average woman. And they be hyping her up. That booty stank. I can see a stank booty. I mean, anyway, let's continue. I don't, I'm not trying to belittle the woman. I'm belittling the men who hype her up. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is y'all looking at? I'll be looking at her like, I mean, I see it, but I don't really. <laughs> right there he is right there. She looked funky, bruh. She looked like that booty stank. And if you don't know, you ain't been, you ain't been, you ain't smacked no booty. <laughs> right? I can tell y'all ninjas ain't really blew no backs out. First of all, all booty stank. I'm going to just let y'all know. There ain't, <laughs> there ain't many booties that smell like potpourri when you smashing it. I'm just trying to, this is a family show. This is a family show. But when you smashing cheeks, clapping, there's all the booty, the fumes going to come. You're going to have to. All of his thing. So that's your first problem. And I know one that probably stinks more than the other one. I can see it. I know. I have experience <laughs> to be like, hold up. Let me go on in. Especially after round one. If this is round two, this is about to be miserable. This is about to be miserable. <laughs> like, oh, Lord. You just be holding your breath. But uh, anyway, I can tell a lot of virgins are in here. Ninjas ain't got nothing. But I get it. You know, I get it. I mean, if she was here, I'd clap. But again, she'd have to be here. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to go get her. <laughs> she'd be like, can you pick me up? That's all right. You're going to have to come in here. Uber yourself here. I'm going to tell you my address around the corner. I'll have you walk over. Oh, they dropped you off at the wrong spot. Come through. All right, you're here. All right, what are we doing? Anyway, why is this still scrolling across my screen here? But anyway, we're talking about little Uzi Vert. A lot of satanic stuff going on in here. Um, and the the, the girl is JC from JT from City Girls. I mean, it explains it, man. These these people. <laughs> All right. Anyway. I'll check it out. ETC ready to work says happy money making Monday coach and the coach gang. My job ended with a 60 day paid notice and severance at the end of that and don't have a bitch to waste it on. He says time taking the time to learn and increase myself. Shout out to you. Uh, he experienced a little bit of I guess that's a laid off layoff. Yeah. Wow. Catfish. Uh, 
Catfish A says, had a great weekend. I read the free agent lifestyle and the evolution. I need a doom and gloom to start off my week. Shout out to Trump's favorite African-American. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> somebody says, this is science. If it, it if she didn't shower, it will stink. But I don't care if they showered, man, please. Well, some of y'all giving five stroke special. <laughs> shower. Yeah, we ain't been around no cheeks. Um, we not clapping cheeks around here, I see. Y'all give me five strokes special vibes now. Five strokes special. All right, anyway. Y'all need to just get in there for five punts, bust, roar. <laughs> she jumping in and out the shower. It's smelling like potpourri still. Yeah, well. You ain't got nothing. You ain't hit it yet. You didn't, you didn't beat it out of her yet. All right. Come on, man. <laughs> it's just bad. Wowzers. Wowzers. All right. Anyway, let's get back into it. Rational Rationality says, headed to Tampa this week. Going to slap some Cougar Mastodons. They got them out there in Tampa Bay. All right. Tampa Bay, man. Floyd Holt says, did you see the video I shared on Locals about the Booty Warrior? He's married to a woman and struggling because he's missing booty. He closed his eyes and almost came to tears. Yeah. I think it was a black homeless looking guy. I don't know. Billy the Kid says striggles and stuggles. All right. How about struggles? That's a struggle ninja out there. All right. We got a boxer RPX in the building with a sponsorship. All right, he says, Coach, divorce six years. Marriage will is 100%, and CGA's undefeated, man. He says, declared war when she filed for divorce. Managed to escape with just a few years of alimony. I've doubled my income, raising son while ex works slave job. Living amazing, no debt. House paid off in only five years. Free agent lifestyle for life. The marriage will is undefeated, man. And guys, the way you beat it is not getting married again. All men, if you're watching me, you get you get divorced. You should not even consider a long a long term relationship for five years. Never reconsider marriage within the first five years after a divorce. Okay, second divorce, uh, second marriages that end in divorce, right? You're almost at a almost a seventy percent rate, sixty three percent. It's almost a guarantee. And uh, those that don't end a divorce. You're basically just going to just uh, suck it up, buttercup. All right. Shout out to you. Congratulations. And thank you for the sponsorship. Andre416 says, thank you for the entertainment at my job. BGS shouted you out in the stream as an alternative to monk mode. I've been working on this mouthpiece to run some game, Sean. Shout out to you. And shout out to BGS. Um, And if you want to sh- follow him, I want to say his channel probably is still BGS. It more somebody uh, link him up and shout out to him for uh, the support. Um, JC says spicy, spicy got the tissue stuck between the cheek walls. Oh no, man. J- mm. JC, that's despicable. <laughs> Jason, but you know, Hey, y'all brothers ever been there? Y'all brothers been there. <laughs> he said, got the tissue stuck. Have you ever y'all bro, man, stop. Stop it. That's terrible. Hold up. Mm. (laughs) 
Oh, my Lord. This is a family show. This is a family show. But you know, Jesus. Man, man, look, these young brothers don't know what you're talking about. These young brothers do not know what you're talking about. But, yo, oh, man. Yeah, y'all got to use the wet wipes. on When you got booty like that, wet wipes. Oh, man, my Lord. That bring back memories. All right, let me stop, man. Hey, man, you you actually, because JC's an older brother like myself, and he knows he's been around the woman's body, man, because some of y'all ain't never been around the block too much. But this brother bringing out way too much info. Jesus. Man, stop it. All right, I'm going to stop reading your chat. No, I'm just joking. All right, shout out to uh, Spike Spiegel says, there is no playbook if you don't play. Spoken like a bulletproof monk. Shout out to the coach game. All right, the monk mode is undefeated. Monk mode is undefeated. Okay, here we go right here. All right, Icy Spicy's watching this show, and she's fuming at me. But if you know, she would come over and lie down. Meow! In a minute. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. All right, she would come down. I'm talking all this shit. One thing you guys got to know about women, they're incredibly insecure. And um, they, they, they want appreciation. All right, a lot of you guys think, that and you got to be respectful. It's got to be a good way. You got to do this in the right way. But if you, if you don't know, she'll be over here. Meow. She'd be like, I'll show you stank booty. Watch. And she'll grab her ankles and I'll be like, well, okay, show me. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, you sure showed me. Okay. This is why they don't respond to your, oh, baby, you're a queen. Any man would. Any man would be lucky to have you. Have y'all ever tried that simp, simp talk? Any man would be lucky to have you. You're so glamorous and gorgeous. You exude natural femininity and gorgeousness, and you exude confidence, and you're just so, so magnificent and marvelous. You're just the epitome of glowing fit. You ever do, Has a woman ever got wet over that? A 40-year-old woman plus. A 40-year-old woman falls for that. A 40-year-old single mother that be there with their three kids, she loves shit like that. Never in the history of young woman has that ever worked. She going to dry up like the Sahara Desert. <laughs> you know why? Because she knows she's not that magnificent. You're overdoing it. You're overplaying your hand. She's like, I got a stinky piece in between. Like, I'm not this. Yeah. <laughs> right. She going to dry up like the Sahara Desert. She going to be like, oh, boy. But if you come in here, you be like, well, you know, listen, you just like the rest of them and you're going to get the cheeks clapped and it is what it is. All right. She'll be like, meow, 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 meow. Yep. But 40 year old women with two kids by two different daddies, they love shit like that, man. So if you want to warm them up, you want to get them all warmed up. You want to get that. <laughs> you want to get that motor running. Head out on the highway, looking for adventure. Get you, get you a, a man. Go mac you an old woman. She would be crazy. She'd be leaking. It would be like uh, the viscosity would be the viscosity would be outrageous. All right. Anyway, Kaylin says Taylor Swift is the queen of never being never being able to keep a man. Well, never mind. I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> right where we at all right let me see i got two more then i'm gonna get back to the show let me check the super chats too yeah 
I got them all. JC uh, threw me off the super chat. Shout out to Brandon. Brandon. He says, I came back from Vegas yesterday from a seven-day family vacation. I saw my family go from blue pill to red pill overnight. We didn't gamble, and I didn't go to the JUCO, but we saw Ursher, the Hoover Dam, and the Grand Canyon. Thanks for the insight. As to black men traveling, you're completely right. A female seven in a small city in New Jersey is a five in Vegas. Thanks for waking us up. Free agent lifestyle for life. Take me out with the David Chappelle song. All right, shout out to you. I'm rich, All right, yeah, man. You know, once you travel around and move around, you know, the girls, you're going to go back to New Jersey and be like, ay, ay, ay. And please understand, the women you saw in Vegas were not from Vegas. They were from every other city other than Vegas, right? So, but um, Vegas does have some good-looking women here. You just got to dig them out. A lot of desert rats. A lot of desert rats out here. Shout out to the desert rats. All right, let's get into this one right here. Um, you guys want a red pill? How old were you? This is a this is a on spiritual word. Women seem to have responded to this thing here, and it says, "How old were you when you had sex with the drug dealer?" Now, please understand, this isn't just black folks here. I know. I remember when I, you know, I went to high school. Lots of lots of white white people there. And white people were, and more than white people. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. All right, I'm looking, I'm trying to pull it up because I'm going to have to read some of these. um, I'm going to have to read some of these. uh, Let me see here. I'm going to have to read some of these comments. All right, and so uh, these, these white people, I remember girls dated this one guy. Here's how the story went. This one kid used to sell drugs out of like his back little yard house when he was like eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade. He used to sell like weed. Anyway, what happened was a drug deal went bad and he ended up stabbing someone or somebody tried to steal his stash. He stabbed someone. He got life in prison. Do you know how many girls was at the trial? (laughs) He was like 14, 15 or something like that. You know how many girls was at his trial? He had the whole row filled up, white boy. He had the whole row filled up with smell like teen spirit Kaylee's. I was like, damn. I was like, yo, it's crazy. And what people don't understand, men specifically, and I'm giving you the playbook. Uh, these are things that you have to accept. You have to accept this shit. I know you're going to fight it. And you'll be like, well, not all women. It's, you guys, prove which women are. So Spiritual Word put up this um, question. And it said, ladies, it says, ladies, how old was y'all when you dated your first drug dealer? All right. Now, the comments were interesting. And the comments proved a lot of things that I say. And of course, we can't really vet which women are answering the questions or we can't really vet. But there's 10,481 comments. I'm going to read you a couple of comments. And this is going to go into what I tell you about because um, you guys think that girls don't start young. You think that they start, you know, having sex at 18. There is a percentage of them. Uh, You think they start having sex at 20 and 21. Um, No, no, I'm sorry. There's some do, but the statistics tell us no, they've already got this out of the way. And there's a meme going around. There's a meme going around where it says, do you want the scammer, the drug dealer, or the nine-to-fiver? And, of course, they pick some straggles, and they edit it so the straggles say, oh, I want the scammer, the drug dealer, not the nine-to-fiver. And you would ask yourself, why? Or you would ask yourself, how do they know? Because these women look 18, 19, and 20. How do they know the difference between scammer you know what i mean how do they know the difference the answer is here 
they start early. They start early, guys. People, you this. I want you to accept this message. Yeah, same thing with cartel. I don't care what race of woman you're dealing with. Cartel, Latinas, uh, 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 whites, blacks. They start messing with these guys early. Okay? And then they settle on your punk ass. All right, here we go. And that's you. So here we go. Let's read some of the answers. And one I want to start off with is one woman trying to warn everybody here. Let me see if I can find it here. Oh, maybe they didn't. Here it is right here. Here's a woman right here. Look, this is not a safe space. Don't do it, ladies. Listen. They're trying to tell you. She's trying to tell them, warn, hey, ladies, you're actually messing the game up. This is not a safe space. You're giving guys information that they don't need to know. Let's go to, to the comments here. You guys are going to be shocked. Here's a woman right here, 17. 17. He was like 27 with five kids. He used to push his little Lexus around, talk, uh, taking him on his runs to serve. Here, guys, I've been telling y'all that. Remember, I've been telling this is everything I tell you. CGA is undefeated. So when we say, let's just say this woman's 40 now or, or 30, and she says, a guy's a predator who messes with younger women. And I told you, they messed with older men when they were younger. Now, not all. I'm just saying, most women mess with older men at any age, whether it's slightly older or way older take a look take a look they're reporting this guys I, one of the wonderful things that i've been blessed with as a content creator is the internet i mean not the internet um social media i've been blessed i used to do these shows without social media like i used to have to tell you women do this and this and th i used to have to tell you it with no backup no proof and they'd be like where are you meeting these girls and no 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 now they they're self-snitching. So we got one here says 19. And I used to blast Tina Marie's phone booth song, if you know, you know. 19. Okay, this woman says 16. Taking greyhounds, if you know, you know. This woman says 17. Look, but they're children, right? 17, but my naive and sheltered ass had no idea during, uh, didn't know until my freshman year in college. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. All right. He said, didn't know until my freshman year of college when someone from back home told me he's serving 10 years in federal prison. 13, Ninja. 13. 13. You see it on the screen, right? You see, remember when I've been telling you, by the time they're 32, I said they've had 15 to 20 years of an advantage. And people are like, you're a metaphile. They will call me a metaphile for saying that these women, 13, 14, 15, are starting already. I'm telling you, a good a good amount of them already getting started. And guys, this is just not black women, guys. I told you the high school, I told you the story about the high school girls in my in my school. All right. Um, here it is right here. Thank he says, Dear God, thank you for always covering and having your hands on me when I was foolish and reckless. That's all I'll say. Damn. Brothers. Hey, man, take notes. This woman says never. All right, but she's thick. She says, I'll be back when y'all ask about hunching a pastor. I just talked about this. I just talked about Deacon Clapcheeks and the pastor. I think that was last Friday or, or Thursday. I just talked about this. Y'all think I'll be making this shit up. Here we go. I was never that girl. My mama had me in church all my life. Okay, 
Somebody says, are you the police? Let me go down here. I was 2021. 20, 2021. 20, I'm not going to read them all. 15. 15, y'all. 15. These women are, they're fronting themselves out. Fast forward. I did everything I aspire to do and life's great. He says, how you start is not how you finished. <laughs> Jesus. This woman says, uh, how old are you in the eighth grade? The principal called my mama so quick. How old are you in the eighth grade? Well, that could be 13, could be 12, could be 14. Let's go down. Okay, um, this is where, for some reason, on my browser, it um, it repeats. Let me see here. This one says, <laughs> somebody says, it's all these 15 to 17-year-olds dating drug dealers. My daughter is not leaving the house till 25. Bad decision. Gentlemen, locking your daughter up is not going to help. It's going to hurt you. I was dating the drug dealer at 15. This is a woman here. Okay, one woman here. Let me go down. Let me go down. 16. Okay. And it took me, uh, it took one for me to realize I ain't built for that life. 16. 17, and boy, did I have a time. <laughs> right? 17, and boy, did I have a time. Let me see here. I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. Let me see if I can find a couple more real quick. It's giving criminal investigation. Somebody says here, I was 13, free that boy. I was 13, free that boy. And we got 15 or 16, but this was back in the 90s. What did I tell you? Shaking my head, definitely living on the edge back then. 20, and soon he went to jail, I was out. 16, the 90s was a crazy time. Okay, 21, child, I had a ball. I was the drug dealer, and I was 16 and pregnant. <laughs> 17 and still a virgin? All right, I don't even know what that is. Oh, okay. Okay, 17. Oh, 17, and she was a virgin, and she gave up the cheeks to the drug dealer. Where are we at here? Let's see here. 13, and he was 16. 22, what a time laughing my ass off. 14 with the laugh emoji. 17, and baby, let me tell you. 19, 16, 14. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Do you know what I am saying? Guys, <laughs> listen, I'm here to tell y'all this truth. I keep revealing it and revealing it and revealing it, revealing it, revealing it and revealing it. And I know some people are comfortable with talking about this with this age group because it's very taboo to talk about. I'm going living on the edge by saying, y'all got to watch out, dude. These girls getting st they get started early. Teenagers want to experiment. They're hopped up on hormones. And when we go through the playbook of women, we're going to talk about this age, right? We're going to talk about this age. And then how does this, how does this affect you if you're a lame? Okay, how does this affect you? And that's you. All right, this is affect you, man. He said, this is your generation. I've already went in on Generation X parents, the worst of the worst. And you can tell these 304 parents, all right? They're 46. Their daughter's 16, 20. 25 and the gen x mom has got to be like which one is us one which one of us is the mother which one of us is the daughter you could tell she was a 304 back in the day but it is what it is okay but uh anyway anyway anybody ever want to discredit me i don't know what y'all talking about all right y'all gonna have to use sign language rest in peace to kevin samuels sign language is all y'all got because i keep proving my evidence i keep posting receipts now people are gonna say well that's only a few women just bro that's the ones talking. 
<laughs> Come on, man. Stop. Stop it, man. Y'all holding out on hope strategists, man. Y'all out here hoping. Well, I hope my girl ain't like that. This is why I tell you, I don't understand like people who try to date seriously after 30. I don't get it. I don't get it. Dating, dating seriously after 30, you guys are too old for this bullshit. And I did a show on this. Dating is not for people who are, I said, the problem with the dating marketplace, dating wasn't meant for people over 30. Dating was meant for like the true definition of dating, like courting. It was meant for people in their mid-teens all the way up to possibly 25. And that's a stretch. It was not meant for 30 and 40 and 50 year olds. Not all. Uh, you guys need to retire from dating. It makes absolutely no sense to date after that age. Now, if you just want to come over and clap cheeks or you want to have something serious go along, well, I don't need to meet some stranger across 20 miles, 30 miles away just to make it work when you messed up the previous men in that 30-mile radius. And you, you messed around with all the women in your radius. Now y'all got to go clear across the country, clear across the county to, to try to find someone. And then you hide all your lies up until the point of six months, and then you reveal the truth, and the shit falls apart. I mean, so anyway, that's my opinion on it. Especially women over 40, they'd be like, I'm just looking for somebody serious. Man, please, pack it up, ma'am. Pack it up. Just come over quick if you want to. Um, you can have a friends with benefits. We can kick it and chill. Forget this fantasy bullshit. Take me out, spoil me, and show me the world, and show me something new, and entertain me, and then we'll have a serendipity, and we'll cut. No, 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 no. It's so it's a wrap. Older men, you know, only simp older men take women out on dates. Like, let me get to know her and understand who she is, and treat her like a woman, and treat her like she's supposed to be treated. No. You know how many times you've been clapped out for very little, for very little shout out to Kevin G says number five stood out here looking like Deandre Hopkins. Oh my goodness. Well, <laughs> she did have the braids and all of that. Shout out to why not in the building. Thank you. Why not? I appreciate you, brother. Yeah. They out here looking for a fantasy fairy tale. We're going to talk about how they get through these stages, man. These stages. Uh, I'm going to try to attach it to age because that's the that's the way people understand things. But age is not always the way they can go through this in a different way. Shout out to Kermit for the coffee. Appreciate you, brother. Kermit the Frog. You know, Kermit the Frog was the first ninja that got y'all to like big women. <laughs> Y'all don't know this, man. You guys don't know the power of uh, media. You guys don't know. the Kermit the Frog was the first ninja to get y'all to like pogs. Tell me I'm lying. Oh, the humanity. Tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm lying. Y'all ninjas watched that pog chase Kermit the Frog all day long, and y'all ninjas got conditioned at six years old. Damn. What's wrong with him? She kind of sexy. <laughs> right? He like, she kind of sexy, man, Kermit. Man, go on and clap them pog cheeks. Make bacon. Make some bacon out of her. Kermit was like, no. And then Miss Piggy would mm, kiss him. And you'd be like, get it, Kermit, get it. I'll take it. You ninjas are like nasty ninjas. I'll hit it. Get me here, Miss Piggy. I'll take you. So they didn't condition y'all ninjas to like pogs. And you know these shows were targeted to uh, black and minority communities. These shows... Are, we're targeting minority communities. 
strong and independent households where the kid raised themselves at home. Latchkey, latchkey Gen X's. All right. This is why ninjas <laughs> look, I wasn't gonna show this because you know, you know, passport ninjas be mad. But this is why ninjas go all the way overseas to jump on the pog. Ninjas go over there. Like they can't go. They man, they will travel to seven seas to jump and just get there and have a a, a, a pog. Ninjas will make every excuse. Look, look at this ninja. You didn't even have to leave. You didn't even have to leave your area code, Ninja. You could have found this. You could have found this if you wanted it, man. Just let her creep through the back door. You don't got to go to Colombia for this, bro. Go and get you a model. Go and get you a, a Venezuelan girl who moved over, former Miss USA. I mean, Miss Venezuela. I don't know if you guys know. Um, Back in the day when Venezuela fell apart, a lot of when y'all go to Colombia, those are like Venezuelan chicks that had to force themselves into selling themselves, unfortunately. And some of them women were like the top pageant girls in Venezuela. Like Miss Venezuela had to go over there to Colombia to give up cheeks. I mean, listen, y'all could stay, listen, I'm going to tell y'all two, let me tell y'all three places to go if y'all want some gorditas or some pogs. And oh, I don't want to hear, coach, you don't know what a pog is. I don't want to hear that. It's an overweight woman. Here's the deal. Go to, El Paso, Texas. El Paso, Texas. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let y'all know. I'm going to map y'all out. Y'all don't got to go to Colombia. El Paso, Texas. El Paso. Ninja, you ain't got to go that far. Juarez is wide across the street, brothers. They flooding gate number 40 all day long, brothers. And by the way, we're going to have a hard hands full with gorditas and pogs. San Antonio, El Paso, San Antonio, anywhere in 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 um Corpus Christi, Brownsville, and Santa Ana. <laughs> Santa Ana. You're gonna have your hands full. You don't gotta go to Colombia. All right. But uh the, the purpose of that show, what was I talking about? Trying to tell ninjas how we got indoctrinated to chase pogs. Uh we did. Kermit the Frog was the first one. Got y'all chasing big women. <laughs> All right, where are we at here? Okay. All right. All right. All right. I got to check PayPal and, and the super chat. That's what I got to do. This is a, this show is already reprehensible. You can see why they don't. My son was like, coach, I looked you up and I can't even find your channel. My son watches my channel. He don't watch the channel, but he just kind of want to get a, he kind of just Googles my name in YouTube. And he's like, this guy was dissing you. He was like, this ninja couldn't even have his beer connected dissing you. All right. So that's why I'm shadow banned. Cause I'm telling you the truth. People don't like the truth. You don't like the truth. All right. Toby says, coach, there's a there's a saying in law. The longer the rap sheet, the hotter the girlfriend. Nice guys don't finish last. They're never even in the race. This plays the nice guy, right? The nice guy doesn't know. He said there's a phrase in law enforcement. He says the longer the rap sheet, the hotter the girlfriend. Ay, yay, ay. Right. So this is this is guys. Um, if you know about the cartello girls, I always call them the cartello girls. Uh Miami, Los Angeles. Dude, I've seen I grew up with this. I had to see the drug dealers getting all of the girls that I like. Right around 17, 18, 19. I had to see it. You know what I mean? Like this isn't all, but it gets bad. Nightclub activity. Man, y'all ain't got no choice. Y'all ain't got no chance out here. 
Now, the plague of the nice guy, this is what you do uh, to get leftover women, if you if you will. It's a phrase we've been using quite a long time. Leftover women is the fact that by the time she's figured this out, and she goes through these phases we're going to discuss next. You think that you think that she's looking for uh, stuff that uh, it's kind of like uh, you're going to be rewarded for making the right decisions in life. All right. And so you play this game, this long game. I call it slow pimping. And you come in here and you be like, I'm going to play the long game of being the nice guy, the shoulder to cry on and all of that stuff as she learns herself. And then you think that you should be rewarded because you went to college. You saved for a down payment on the house. You know what I mean? And you your belly hanging over your belly button or your belt line. You think that because you speak English in a proper vernacular, you should be rewarded with a good looking woman. <laughs> yeah, friend zone ninja. You think because you took the right route and you didn't go the wrong route, you should be rewarded with a beautiful woman at the end. It's similar to women who go to college, get a degree, make $150,000, and they're in massive debt, and they think that is a reward to a good man, a Tupac with a degree, right? He knows how to be street, and he knows how to be hood. If his status ain't hood, I ain't checking for him. Better be street if he looking at me, right? That's what she wants. I went to school, and I got a degree, and I island hopped, and wait. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. So she thinks she should move right in front of the line of six foot two, 250 pounds of muscle, thug, corporate job, and he got dread knocks, and he goes, he has a good job, corner office, and his finances are in. <laughs> right. Now, we laugh at those women. You guys are those women. Well, coach, if I do the right thing and I, and I, I, I take the right route and, and I give me a degree and, and learn how to speak and get my teeth from being buck tooth and, and, and get my teeth straight. Now they ain't crooked. I should get a baddie. Nope. That's not how it works, man. You'll get a leftover baddie, though. You'll get a leftover. You'll get you a good leftover if you rise up the ranks. But just trust me. She's been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel by that particular point. Okay. That's just how it works, guys. We cannot change the laws of nature. We cannot change. She's been ran through. What do I tell you about attractive, attractive sisters, especially? You ever see an attractive sister? She like 42, 45, 50. You'd be like, ooh, wait. She good looking. You like, dang. And she push up on you. You just sitting there all like a gump. You sitting there and she come up to you. Hi, sir. How you doing? We're going to talk about what game they use and watch out. She'll say all the right things. And these women, you're at a point where you never had a woman approach you like this. Somebody said granny. No, they ain't no granny, but she comes up to you. She got the light eyes. She got the caramel complexion. She got the smooth ass skin. She makeup, her hair good. She didn't gave up on life and cut her wave off. She got the finger waves and shit. She got the finger waves in her hair. I'm like, oh, man. And she just sitting there in Starbucks like a gump, walking to Starbucks with my khaki dockers on, boat shoes, all right, my, my untuck it shirt. You walking in, she's like, hi. She rubs your shoulders. How you doing? You like, oh, Lord. 
your leg shaking. Yeah, Megan Good. She hit you with the Megan Good. You like, Lord, have mercy. Oh, baby, don't worry, baby. I'll take it from here. I see something in you. She started laying it on thick. You like, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> I ain't talking about my experience, ninja. Did she lay it on thick? You ready to walk her down the aisle? You like, I'll take you now. She hit you with the five. You hit her with the five strokes. She was like, yeah, I figure I made you wait for 35 days. You ready for this punani? You go in there, slide in, roar. You don't even get five strokes. You don't even get five strokes. You don't even get five strokes. And you roar and shoot up the club. You shoot up the whole wall. You paint the walls. You paint the town. And you done already tricked on her. Mega tricked. By the time you got a piece of that thing, you hit the roar. Three and a half stroke. You ready to marry her? Marry me. <laughs> You're right. Marry me now. Marry me. Oh, you did so good, baby. Baby, you did so good. You put it on mama. You put it on mama. You did so good. I ain't never had it like that. My toes curl. The whole time she like, oh Lord. Every time you come in, you got your boxer swords with the heart on it and your and your wife beater. And you come in with your black shirt socks on and you be like, here you go, baby. I brought some strawberries and whipped cream. I always wanted to try this. She looking at you like, oh, damn. All right. Yeah. Come on. Bring it on, baby. You get the strawberries and the whipped cream. All right. You put a little bit on her body. You dip it in the strawberry. You feed her. You like, oh, yeah, I'm going to feed you some strawberries. You want it here? Let me feed you some strawberry. She like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, baby, you the best. Okay. You know what time it is. Three stroke, three, three stroke special. You know what time it is. And you trying to get it. You like, oh, let me, let me not bust in three, three strokes. I, I'm gonna at least go a minute and 30. You start <laughs> you start giving her, <laughs> you start giving her that three minutes. You like three minutes. You think of the baseball scores, you think of your granny, you thinking of everything you can to not bust. You're giving her that three minutes. She like, how you doing? You sweating all on top of her eyeball. She catches sweat all in her eyeball. You all greasy taco meat all on your chest. You looking at the clock. I'm going to be in here for 15 minutes. <laughs> you going slow. You switching your stroke up. You, you going to bust in a minute. And she like, oh, you doing so good, baby. Oh, this the best. She hyping you up. You, you doing so good. You doing so good. This the best. Oh, you, you giving it to me. You ain't giving her Nathan. You ain't giving her Nathan that she ain't already had. You realize that by this time in her life, she's been throttled. She's been throttled. Like she's been already. <laughs> right? She already been stroked. Yeah, she hitting you with the get him daddy. Get him daddy. And you trying to. <laughs> By the time you pushed up on her, <laughs> she already been annihilated out here in these streets. Indeed, yo. In let me give you an example. Let me show y'all. She already been annihilated out here. You ain't giving her nothing that she ain't never had. Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. <laughs> you be in these what? 
I believe Batusha would be tied up in his feet. <laughs> and so that's the type of woman you want to avoid right there. That one, guys, that's that woman going to put you through the mix. That type of woman right there, that woman that looked just like that. It's a wrap. Y'all, man, she already been in these streets since 13, 15, 17, 19, 20. 26 she already been and now she's gonna do this sister too watch out for these and if he loves you he's gonna understand it but if you playing with a nigga who already got options coochie game's not gonna work mm -mm. what will work with a guy who has so many options nothing the, the, stay away from them they man those are recreational materials only all right and i'm telling you as lanes stay away from them don't do not get serious about them because y'all ninjas gonna be falling in love quick all right, uh, Das Token says a lot of guys with money think they can date girls from the slums and bring them up, and that's simply not true. He says more than not, the female will ruin the opportunity because she treats the guy with money like she treats the bums she's used to in self-sabotage, 100% fact. All right, and a lot of guys have been, especially, you know, um, men who are athletes, they become rich, and they might date a certain type of woman, and that doesn't look like a, a woman that represents from the hood. And they'll be like, why did he bring a girl up from the hood with him? You can't do that, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. The only way you could do that is like LeBron James, where he had his girl and he brought her up. That was his girl from the hood. And they came up together. Like they were together the entire time they came up. That's the only way. Do not go back to the hood and bring somebody up to the suburbs. Do not do it. Do not do it. They're, they're, like, um, they're like alley cats. They're like alley cats, all right? They only know the alley. They only know the streets. Leave they ass in the streets. Now, if you want to mess with them, go go down there, go to the alley. <laughs> All right, go to the alley and then bring them up. Those women are to stay away. Leave they ass down there. Leave their ass down there. Let me see. Let me get a couple more. We're gonna get in there. <laughs> Shout out to Antoine says that current ish hit too hard. Free agent lifestyle for life. We got the truth over here. You got the truth. All right. Kermit, the first ninja to have a BBW fetish. All right, um, the, to deny it in public. But you already know, like, Kermit was hitting that because she still was after him all the time. Shout out to PJ. Throwaway says, Coach, I tagged you on Twitter right now for straggling sniggle. All right, thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Let's get back to the show. Y'all ready for this playbook? We at the main event. We don't want to go over three hours, so that's what I'm doing. All right. All right. Oh, I haven't even got to the main event. God dang. All right, but it's all right. We're going to get into this son husband-ish. We're going to get into the son husband ish. I thought it was the main event. Uh, but this son husband ish, apparently, apparently, this is the most son husband story ever told. All right. Most son husband story ever told here. Check it out. This is going to be on our locals. Apparently, this has been the story of the weekend. Is this it? Yeah, this is it. Um, there's flat back to Kaylee. All right. With her hair extensions. All right, let's get into it. The case unfolds in court. A mother accused of ordering her son to commit murder in a West Pullman restaurant. The mother and son are now charged, both of them. Elizabeth Matthews joins us now with more on this developing story. Elizabeth? Yeah, Natalie, that mom who's accused of giving those shoot-to-kill orders is now being held on $3 million bail. Parts of that shooting were actually captured on this restaurant's surveillance video, which helped... The witnesses identify the suspects to police. So this all happened Sunday night, police tell us, just after 11 o'clock, about 11.05 p.m. 35-year-old Carlisha Hood and her 14-year-old son arrived at the... Oh, my goodness. Take a look at 
Take a look at mama. Take a look at the mama. Oh, Lord. All right. All right. Here we go. Maxwell Street restaurant. Does she have a bonnet on? On South Halstead at 117. She got her head wrap on. Okay. Yeah, boy. They was going to pick up some barbecue, I suppose. Definitely. It's barbecue in there. All right. Here we go. Look at that. Woo, that gun is. All right. Let's continue. Boy, that boy, she got it all hanging out. Hood went in for food. Her son. This is the lazy. This is the lazy woman's outfit. Hey, this is what I tell you. It's not the lazy. I have to be. I have to say this. This is what your girlfriend and your wife. And when you get with an older, this is what they're going to be dressed like all weekend long. Ninja all weekend long. All weekend long. Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday. Well, it does give you easy access, but this is what she's going to look like when you move her in. All right, let's continue. Waited in the car. Prosecutors say that's when she began arguing with this man, 32-year-old Jeremy Brown, who was also inside ordering food at the time. All right. Hood, Hood began texting her son, who appeared in the doorway, hands in his pockets. A fight became physical between Hood and the victim. Oh, man. It's barbecue in there. All right. The victim All right, so, was able to... All right, so I, I, don't, I can't show the shooting here. Hold on for a second. Let me see what's going on here. I can't show the shooting on YouTube. We'll show you the other angle. Okay, we'll show you the other angle. Uh, here it is right here. I don't know what this part is right here. Got a gun, fired a single shot to the victim's back, followed him outside, kept firing, striking him fatally twice in the back. Once outside of... Okay, I'm going to show you the, the footage of him fighting here in a minute. Uh, this is the mother right here. Can you guys see that? This is the mother. That guy, I'm going to just tell you, that guy looks way too comfortable shooting somebody at 14. So what you have to understand is um, this story came up, a story like this, and people don't know, and somebody had to school me on this in the comment section. Somebody schooled me on this in the, in the comment section. All right. <laughs> somebody said Raiders fan. These young boys support these mothers financially. Okay. So, you know, when you're trying to put this story together, these young boys, you know, they're drug dealers, they're gangbangers, they're hustlers, they're scammers. And a lot of these women, these mothers that we're like, how could a mother do this for the son? These sons are the man of the household. They run money. They, they do dirt on these streets. They get women pregnant. They kill. They shoot to kill on hit orders. They sell drugs and whatnot. Okay. And they have this relationship with their mother where the mother looks the other way as long as she gets the support. And if this kid ends up deceased, which in one of the stories we talked about, this kid ended up deceased. And it was a young boy like this. And the mother was like, you know, he was our rock. He was our everything. He did so much for us. We're going to miss him. We don't know how we're going to go on. And somebody get, told me they were like, what she's saying, coach, is that kid was the financial support system for the family. Because he was out here doing dirt. So men like this who do this, they're already doing dirt at an early age. They run the block. They pitch on the corner. They they do all of this shit. They shoot. They So anyway, okay, somebody says this, that's the story of paid in full. So here you go. This is even deeper than we know. Because for her to know and have awareness that her son at 14 has a firearm and that she can text him and get him in there to shoot a man. Dude, this goes deeper. This goes way deeper than one incident. They probably do this. Somebody says he's actually an honor student. Ninja, I don't care how what kind of grades you get. 
I don't care what kind of grades you get. Ninjas always want to say they are honor student. All right, we'll talk about two A rights in a minute. Chicago has a tight gun law. Ninjas always be like they are honor student. Ninja, I don't care what kind of grades you get. You can still be out here thugging. And in Chicago, by the way, what is the public school? <laughs> All right. All right. Ninja, his grades don't matter. He just deleted a man. What? <laughs> in Chicago, yeah, somebody says being an honor student in Chicago means just showing up. This ninja actually came to school two-thirds of the attendance days. That's actually going to get you in the upper ranks of the Chicago school system. Okay, hold on for a second. Ninja's always wanted to pull the cap and gown picture out. Let's pull the gap and gown picture. All right, anyway, honor student. All right, he honored them bullets into that man's back. Your honor, the only honor he going to see is your honor at this particular point. And it's actually disgraceful for her mother to put the honor system through this here. Let me find the video where they were scrap lapping. All right, honor system in Chicago is an oxymoron. Shout out to the people who go to the um, Farragut Academies and all of these. <laughs> right? I don't even know. What's the school in Chicago? I saw Hoop Dreams. I saw Hoop Dreams. I saw these schools, Marshall. All right. <laughs> Somebody says it gets worse. The mother is a CCW holder and could have defended herself if she carried the firearm instead. All right, so yeah, it's actually crazy. Um, I'm a pro 2A guy, by the way. I know Chicago is very, very tight on gun, gun laws. And uh, what I want to tell you is just to be aware, if you do become a CCW, a concealed carrier, this is one of the reasons why she probably got arrested other than the, the, the um, I don't think the guy died. But it's a felony to actually have your firearm in the possession of a minor. I mean, there's so much wrong with this. If Even if you're pro 2A, there's a lot wrong with this. So if you have a concealed carry permit, you go into jail if somebody who can't legally be in the presence of a firearm gets a hold of your firearm. So there's parental irresponsibility. There's violation of that for your CCW. She'll never have that again. She'll never be able to conceal carry ever again. Um, and there's a whole bunch of going wrong with that. So even if I'm pro to a from a, a pros to a standpoint, this is actually disgraceful um, and irresponsible gun ownership irresponsible for a ccw person to uh do that i'm trying to find a video oh here it is right here so we're gonna see the video of the fight and we'll talk about it from the other perspective okay y'all ninjas gotta detach from y'all mamas <laughs> y'all gotta detach from your mamas man y'all mamas y'all y'all she also instructed him to delete a witness oh the other guy died this is actually worse than i thought okay so let's play the video. Um, let's talk about this male right here. Remember when I tell you, young black men, all right, we got to get our shit together. This guy's not even young. He's probably mid-20s, early 30s. I'm just assuming. She's 35. He's 32. All right, he's 32. So he's early 30s. Stop arguing with people, especially black women. I've been telling y'all that for a long time. Stop arguing with black women. They are not there to make sense. They're there to destroy. They're never, they will never enter an argument to make sense. Now, it might make sense to them, but it ain't going to make sense to nobody else. Remember, about 9.9 .9 times out of 10, they open the mouth about an argument. They're going to be dead ass wrong. So that's number one. They're never going <laughs> to respond. Number two. 
get out of the community, please. I know everybody can't leave, but I'm trying to save at least one ninja per day. One of y'all got to get out of the community. One, it's not a place for you to stay. It's a place for you to actually use as a, a stepping stone to get the hell into real world. The real world. The community has been destroyed. I don't care what city. It is not a place to stay and reside as a as a as a whole. Get on the outskirts, right? Get on the outskirts. Let's see this emotional ninja trying to argue with this woman. Here we go. Who get the cup? Who? Get your food. Yeah, I mean, he walked into this. He walked into this. Unfortunately. I, I don't see why you would ever, I wouldn't even say more than a hello to this woman if I was there getting my food there. By the way, I would not have pulled up in the 9-11. I would have pulled up in the truck. So. If you say one more thing, I'm going to knock you out. Oh, my God, I said one more thing, I'm going to knock you out. Yeah, that's ridiculous, man. That is absolutely ridiculous. All right. This is some low-frequency bullshit. Why in the hell would you put hands on this baby mama terrorist why would you sock her like what's so important at this restaurant to sock this woman that is that is unbelievable i don't know man he asked for this he walked right into this and one more thing gentlemen i actually was talking about this earlier remember and i do this because i have taken tactical training i've also um taken classes for my ccw i'm gonna tell y'all something before you get emotional, and we just talked about this last week, last week, what do you have to do? You always have to do recon. You always have to do recon. This trips a lot of people up. So you might think somebody's alone. Is I said this on cold approach too. You always recon before you make a lifelong decision. So you might think someone's alone. And I showed the clip of um, Rush Hour with uh, Ricky Tan and um, Chris Tucker, where he was like, oh, I'm going to beat your ass, and then all the people were behind him, and he didn't know it. You, you are going to get yourself in trouble because you think the person's alone and vulnerable, and you can take them with your hands or with a firearm. Somebody might be behind you, and somebody might be ride or die behind them, and this is another classic case of you not knowing your surroundings. You thought she was alone and vulnerable, and you could just knock her out. First of all, he, he didn't knock her out. Right. He did not like her, knock her out. And then he thought she was vulnerable, thought she was a woman, thought she was alone, thought he could take her. This skinny ninja thought he could punch her and he took a clean hit and then he got shot. Mm. Always know your surroundings. This is why it's important before you go out and get emotional, you better know where you are and who is around and then walk away. The best thing you could do, gentlemen, Stop being the tough guy. Walk away. All right. Oh, he oh. Thing, we'll out. See, he didn't even check his surrounding, and now he's trying to go again. Oh. And this ninja said, uh-oh. <laughs> Black and mild pop. I'm Audi. Get your food. Who? Get the cup? Get your food. Get your food. All right, I'm going to get age restricted for this stream for showing this, but here's the deal. She actually told the boy to get in the car. You didn't see that? I saw that. 
So that guy, the, the guy uh, did not get the signal. She told her son to get back in the car. That the son ended up shooting. Let me see if I can play that part again. All right, so that might be her saving grace. I mean, she still got a felony. She still definitely got a felony. But I'm going to show you right here where she told him to get in the car. And this ninja too emotional. You don't see it. See, right here. Yeah, he got shot. This guy ends up getting shot. So look, the woman's looking past him, but this ninja too emotional to figure it out. And she's looking at here and she says, get in the car. And he says, what? Get in the car. He thinks he thinks she's talking to him, but she's actually talking to her son. We'll show the clip again where the son walks in. Let's listen. Put your ears on. Put your ears on. I'm going to show you. Get your food. Woo, get in the car. Yeah, see? There it is right there. All right. And so she told her son to get in the car, not to shoot him at that particular point. She might have told him to come in, that there's something happening. But she did tell her son to go back in the car. Wow. Interesting. And I'll show you where she, where the guy came into the store, where she might have told him to get in the car. Okay. And he too busy. He too busy trying to argue. Right there. That's where she told him to get in the car when he walked up to the door. And then he, he was too stupid to hear it. <laughs> And he got his ass filled up just a little bit right there. All right, man. Terrible tragedy. I like the fact that he knows how to operate the firearm. I just hope he's trained. So, wow. What a terrible scenario. Okay. Young children, young boys, if you're listening to me, 14 to 18, one of the goals you have to have is to not mess your life up at this point. And uh, don't let women get you in situations. This is a death by simp. We talk about this. This is death by simp. All right where you come in and you take another man's life and then you go to jail. So two men's lives are ruined. Her mother's going to be, the mother's going to be back there. Well, she's going to, she's going to jail too, because it's a minor, but never take another man's life on the word of a woman. Okay. Mm. Never do this. This is actually tragic all the way around. And you said another person got deleted. A witness got deleted. <sighs> Crazy. All right. Women are not complicated, gentlemen. We're going to get into the main event here. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to get into the main event. <laughs> they are rather simpletons. We got 2,800 people, 2,500 watching me, and we got 1,000 likes. Get me up to at least 1,500 1, likes. Come on, man. 1,500 likes. This is going to be the playbook. They're, they're not complicated. Anybody ever see the movie Remember the Titans? I got to use a movie to reference this. In the movie, Remember the Titans, there was a coach, a black coach, played by Denzel Washington. He was a affirmative action hire, all right, set up to actually lose the job so the white coach can get the job back during integration and so forth. Watch it. It's a Disney movie. Well, in the movie, the black coach comes in. He's, he's coaching the team. He's the head coach at the time. And his offense is very non-complex, all right? He doesn't have a complex offense. Basically, he's running the wishbone or he's running some sort of uh, pitch, uh, you know, option offense. And he gives his playbook out to the coaching staff before and his playbook is thin. Well, the other coaches playbook is thick. And then the coach is basically like, hey, you only need four plays. <laughs> right. He was like, you have, you have you have snap the ball, pitch here, pitch run. All right. Pitch throw like they don't got no deep ass playbook. He like. <laughs> 
Yeah, the triple option. So he don't got no playbook. Basically, he got four plays. Now, I took that from that movie to let you guys know women only got four plays. They don't got that many plays. But they have, as they believe, options at the time. So they will run a variety of their wishbone option and to basically just march their way down the field methodically 10, 10 yards in a cloud of dust. All right. No air raid, no split options, no four uh, wide receivers, no tight end, no nothing. <laughs> right. They only got four plays. And they run these four plays until they wear somebody down, until they get what they want. And they're going to go through several stages. So we're going to talk about what those four plays possibly can be and how to protect yourself from get against this. First thing you have to know is that you have to understand women. You don't have to understand what they say. Okay, because actions speak louder than words. What they say is basically stuff that gets you to lower your guard. Okay, and this is being very general. This is being very general, but it is what it is. Now, remember, we just took you through what younger women have done in their younger age. This is by statistics. By the time they're 17, 50% of women have been sexually active. By the time they hit 18, it's almost all of them have been sexually active. And certainly by 19, they've already done. The, the virgins are minimal by then. Some women have been very, very much on the carousel. And I shared these statistics with you. The statistics are real. So by the time you get to their lives, and this is the problem with how we date today, we're trying to make relationships work with strangers. Even when we do game and run game, we're trying to make relationships work with strangers. And this is not how it works. You're supposed to actually know the person, be around them, grow up with them, have social circle, have people have a reputation, have shame, um, so that you know who the person is by the time you get involved with them, even short-term or long-term. Now, women know that this is a strategy. This is one of the plays. One of the plays is to have their fun over here and then move over here or go over here and then have a different version of them to sell you. That's one of the plays. We call it repackaging. We call it um, moving, hiding from their past. All right, moving to another county or not wanting to date the guys. Oh, I hate the guys at my high school. I hate the guys in my county. I hate the guys in my city. I hate the guys in my state. I hate the guys at my work. I hate the guys at my school. And she goes all the way over here to the other side. The other sides of the track, the other school, the other city, the other state. She got to move over there. Why? Because her reputation is not all that over here for a variety of reasons. So they got to do this. So you got to look at a red flag as to why a woman can be on a dating app and dating you 30 miles away. Why? Why, why would you why would you pass up 500,000 men? 50,000 men. Why are they all suck over there? <laughs> okay? What does that mean about you? If you're from there, that means you suck too. So remember that when people are like it's too good to be true. Sleepless in Seattle. I'm going to go all the way across the country. She's going to come all the way across the country and there's nobody in between. There's never been anyone in between. This is actually a reprehensible strategy. You guys got to understand that. And I would consider it red flag. Okay. Mm. Now you're going to be the ninja that take her back to her high school reunion and ninja's going to be sniggling at you. <laughs> you're going to show up at her crib and they're just going to be like, oh, um, you here to see Tamika? Yeah, I wanna, I'm here to see Tamika. They laughing. She upstairs, son. Son, she upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> they sniggle it outside. They're like, damn, ninja. They didn't have Tamika all the way since she was a uh, early teen. Yeah. Mm. Indeed. 
So here's the first stage they're going to go through, and we can kind of play it like this. This is why, like, people like Ebony Williams, Ebony K. Williams, like, what would I want to do with her? Like, she recreational material. She she already had her fun. You know what I mean? Like, people like, Ebony K. Williams said, like, what would I do with Ebony K. Williams? Then just be like, she out of your league. Really? How? <laughs> like, how? Cause she got light eyes and she light skinned. She not out of my league. She she way below. She 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 on the surface of the Titanic at this particular point with me. And yes, I would fold, but that would be about it. All right, that's it. Recreational material only. She's rec material. That's it. I would never marry a woman like that. She way too gone. She way too gone. She's got like forty years. She got forty years of practice, ninja. Forty years. What in the hell am I going to do with forty-two years of practice? <laughs> like what? Well, like what type of value is that? She at least got forty, thirty-seven years of practice. No, I'll pass. Let's get in here. Now, this first stage of the playbook is the girls just want to have fun. Now, some of these stages are going to overlap. Some of these can go through a variety of years. So you could be like 13 to 18 or 18 to 20 or one of these things are. This is the first inkling that they have an advantage over you in the marketplace. And so they're going to have fun. Not many girls want to get locked down in this age, especially in modern times. In the days past, yeah, I would say the majority of women in days past, like the 70s and the 60s and the 50s maybe, they had to lock it down a little bit earlier. So this fun stage is shorter and smaller. Depending on where you live in the city, some women's fun stage is shorter and smaller, particularly the suburbs. They got a small window to have fun, small. And everything they're going to do is on the low. You ain't going to see it. But they'll do some of the dumb things that everybody does. Latina community, Latino community, they're going to have a shorter, you know, they're going to get serious around 18, 19, maybe, maybe a little bit further down the line black women to get serious at 40 47 they want to get serious then okay but the girls just want to have fun phase out in the open this is what we explained when we took a look at the when did you date the drug dealer much of what they're doing is kind of silly goofy they realize they have an advantage and they can easily manipulate men because men are dumb the dumb 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 stupid dumb easily manipulated it's a game to them at that point and it's a very fun game. Men, you'll understand this game when you become 40, right? Or if you become somebody before 40. Now you're going to play their game, and it's going to be fun as hell. All right, you're just going to be like, yeah, baby, uh-huh, yeah. I had a good time. Yes, uh-huh. Walk to the door. Uh-huh. Talk and walk. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much. I appreciate your participation. Get the fuck out. All right, thank you very much, and have a safe trip home. Yeah, text me when you get home, baby. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll be thinking of you. We'll get together in three weeks, and I'll save myself for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to save myself, and we'll text and FaceTime and tweet and all of that shit. Okay. <laughs> all right. But for them, they're playing you like suckers. And unfortunately, young boys don't have the game, and unfortunately, young black men don't listen to older black men, and some a lot of older black men are super simps. So we can't even give y'all the game. Y'all just like, well, you old and you don't know. And I'm like, dude, they playing you like a fool. And so they're got, you know, let me, let me show you a clip. Let's show you a clip just as, to show you here. Um, an example of this. I, I got two clips to show y'all. All right. And we talk about this quite a bit. This is a woman here. 
I can't play the music. Why do people put music, copywritten music on their videos, please? So it says right here, me out to eat with a ninja. I will never F. OK, this is just this is just one person and they're doing this for a little attention. Guys, this happens so much. This happens so much. All right. And so they're kind of giving y'all the game. Thank, thank goodness for social media. This is not them. This is not a skit. This is what they do. And they play lame dudes like a fool while getting throttled by the men that they want. OK, so the men that they want pay none. So this is the semblance of uh, this, the mindset of I get it for free. And there's some dudes that just want to be around. You're going to slow pimp your way. I'm going to slow pimp, slow pimp. And it's going to work. And she's going to appreciate me. She's going to see where I'm headed. She's going to see potential. She's going to see. And guys have to play it this way because you are not that dude. There's only 10% of dudes that are that dude. The rest of the dudes are just trying to, okay, I'll, I like to be around you. And I like the way you comb your hair. I like the stylist clothes you wear. I like the little things you do that make me want to get with you. All of this shit. And you're going to smell her. She's going to smell like baby oil. She's going to smell like pink moisturizer or whatever the hell they put in their hair. Mm, your hair smells so good. Give me a hug, baby. Give me a hug. You ain't going to give me a hug today. Mm. She's going to press them softball titties all up on your chest. Oh, boy. Oh, you're going to slide your hand and graze her booty cheeks and feel how soft that booty is. You can play. Oh. <laughs> Oh, smelling like cocoa butter. Mm. You're going to look at her feet. Oh. <laughs> Yo, you're going to do all of this shit from when you are, when you are, let's say you, you're from when you're 13 all the way up to some men, 25, 25, 30, some men. It's bad out here for a lot of dudes. And she's just going to use, 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 use and abuse. All right. Use and abuse. And you'll be like, but I'm the nice one. And I would never treat you like that. And I would, oh, smell it like, yeah, the tea tree oil. Smell it like tea tree oil. Mm. Mm. Smell like tea tree oil. Yeah. Mm. And you might catch her slipping. But guys, during these years, she having super duper fun. And she's got a rotation. She's got men to reach for. She's got the monkey branches all lined up. She got the friend. She got the beta male orbit. She got the reading rainbow ninja. She got the throttle ninja. She got the, the, the cuddle ninja. <laughs> right? She got the cuddle ninja. They playing you for a straight up fool. And she got the throttle sneaky link. And you be like, well, she's only 17. She can't be getting her back blown out. She, bruh, I just showed you. I just showed you it's possible. I just showed you it's possible. Yes. She got the sugar daddy. We just showed you. She got the sugar daddy. She got the ninja in jail. This isn't all, but it is. This is a this is a playbook that they use. This is to keep herself safe and keep them options open for the next 25, 30 years. They're going to do this. Move y'all ninjas around like the shell game. Now, let me show you another woman here. Um, guys, you guys got to uh, you guys got to accept this information that I'm giving you. Please accept this information that I'm giving you. Do not buck it. Do not rebel against it. This is the truth. Now, you can be one of these ninjas. I don't care. Uh, here it is right here. Let's play this woman. Guys be like, go ahead with your new man. <laughs> Who said he was new? <laughs> Who said he was new? <laughs> Guys be like, go ahead with your new man. 
Who said he was new? <laughs> Who said he was new? Yeah, man. Who said he was new? Um, you guys hear this, man. <laughs> you guys hear this. And this is just part of the game. This is just part of how it works. And this is the fun that they have on their advantage. They can kind of tell you stuff and you believe it. I tell you, never believe them. I don't know why you would believe them. You're going to get your heart broken when you believe them. So, um, and um, it's tough for the women who are the good women that don't play these games, right? We call it coochie games, right? It's it, the good women who don't play these games. Shout out to the good women. Uh, I'll tell you one thing that I like about you. One of the best things I like about the good women is that That I tell them I know how the game works. Shout out to y'all ladies. Yeah. So the girls just want to have fun stage. The girls just want to have fun stage. Now, what's that's going to turn into? What's that's going to turn into is what? You can't hear? Y'all can hear. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me check my, my, my audios. <laughs> All right. Take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice. Check one. All right. So we back. All right. Uh, let's get to the next um, play that they run, which is going to be the path of most resistance, the path of most resistance. And this phase can this play can be used simultaneously with girls just want to have fun. So the path of most resistance, this is in that same age group. It could go a little bit longer, 21, 22, 24, a little bit past the dumb, young and dumb, the, the spin the bottle, the blowjobs in the closet at the party. You know, this goes a little bit further. So what this is, is again, they're retaining these options, right? They're they got, ladies, is there a lady in here that disagrees with this right now? Please let me know. The path of most resistance. So here we go. Is there a woman that disagrees with me? All right. Now, the path of most resistance is going to be where they struggle to obtain and lock down the best option. So uh, typically what they're going to do at this point, what they're going to do <laughs> is say, I want the drug dealer. I want the basketball player. All right. I want this guy. This is a play they're going to run. So you're going to go up. She already has this guy in mind. She still will mess around and still keep these other guys, but you're going to walk up to her. What's up, girl? How you doing? You're going to run your game. And she's eventually going to, this is when you get rejected. All right, you get shot down. And you're like, what's wrong? And you start saying, these women out here are silly. They have high standards and blah, blah, blah. You'll run that and then she'll reject you. You don't realize she just lets you dodge a bullet. But you'll keep asking and asking, and then you'll have a bad experience with this woman, and then you'll wonder why. The, the reason why is because she has her guy in mind. She's been thinking about this guy since she was 12, 13 years old, meaning she's thinking about the guy that she's going to marry. She's thinking about the guy that's going to give her the best option of survival, the best genetics. She, she already has this DNA programmed in her. This is already programmed in her. Here you come up here begging and shit. And then she'll manipulate you and let you take her out. She'll do the girls just want to have fun. But she will take the path of most resistance. She wants the top option. She wants him only to herself, which is absolutely a disgrace because she's going to get cheated on. You're going to be the shoulder to cry on. And she's going to say, he got to be this, 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 this. She has him in mind. 
You cannot negotiate with this. This is her attraction. This is who she's attracted to. It could be a variety of things with every woman's different at this point. And they also are influenced by who has who she's let throughout him. But the path of most resistance is when she has the most options. So she'll just push and push and push and ignore 90% of men. Can't do much about that. She'll keep you around. But the path of most resistance is in that playbook. And she's going to use the plays of she's going to keep this guy around even though he does her bad. She's going to reject a lot of men because this is her default setting. And then she's also going to play it to where you provide something to her valuable, valuably, and then she also keeps that guy available, okay? Even if she's in a relationship with that guy and essentially you come in to date her. It could be her baby daddy at this particular point. You date her. She's playing it safe. This part of the playbook. I'm going to have path of leave resistance. Girls just want to have fun, but I'm also going to try to find stable options. And then what she'll do is once you take her out on three dates, she knows she got to give up that punani. Ladies, you know this, right? I take you out three times. You already know I'm pressuring you. I'm pressuring you after the first date. I'm a little easy. I take you out once, twice, three times. She already knows. So you might start having a little play with her. You might have to start to have a little condom sex with her, touching, feeling, groping, massaging, and these type of things. Well, you guys know they are letting their hut, their their ex or the guy that they want throttle her, Roski. Okay. He throttling her, Roski, shooting up the club. This is part of them having the path of most resistance, right? It's working against them. There's a lot of resistance to be able to lock this guy down. But she will date on the side. She will foodie call. And then after a couple of times, she knows, oh, this ninja. So she'll let you She'll let you hit some condom sex. Oh, you got to wear a condom. Make sure you wear a condom because she going rosky with her previous guy. Ladies, ladies, is this true or am I, am I lying? This is also ex-boyfriend. So this is why it goes up until 24, 25, sometimes even further. Is that they'll have a boyfriend. They'll have a boyfriend. They'll have great chemistry with them. She can't really hold them, but she'll let them get access. She'll let them keep access. And you, on the other hand, got to put on the Jimmy hat, <laughs> right? <laughs> a, a big pill on this is that Every woman before every woman marries, she goes back and checks with the guy that she went on the path of most resistance to. Okay. I'm giving y'all some pills today. So every woman that has ever said yes to a husband or a boyfriend. And I said, I got down on bending knee, baby, baby, I'm yours. Here's the ring. Every woman that has said yes, has had to go back and check on the guy that she was trying to have the path of most resistance. She had to call him up. Man, I think he going to propose. How you doing? She checked on him. She checked the heat and she said, listen, it's your last chance. If you don't, if you don't step up, this ninja going to propose. I, I ain't going to have no other choice. And guess what? The guy said, man, screw you, <laughs> right? Screw you and your badussie. 
And she was like, well, that makes it. And then you drop down on bending knee. And she said, yes, I've been waiting all my life. Who, who thinks I'm lying about this? Okay. Who thinks I'm lying about this? This is a play. He says, I'm good. Who thinks I'm lying? They either have one or two guys in the wheelhouse. While you're giving her sex and condom sex and all that stuff, and you're like, I'm going to marry you so I can take the condom off finally. Because you do, you goofy. And then you finally plunk down in that ring so you can hit a Roski. And then she got a, all right, y'all off. Y'all had y'all's chances. You had your chance and I'm gone. Okay. Now, anybody who just is going to fight what I'm talking about, I don't know what to tell you. You guys are going to struggle out here. You're going to struggle out here. This is the biggest game I can ever give y'all. Nobody giving y'all a game like this. Nobody's giving y'all a game like this. Because they try to make y'all to be out here being out here being predators. I don't do that. Okay. So let's go on to the next one. The next play is the leverage and manipulation phase of their life. This is the next next play. And this age is where I am least trustworthy of the women out here. So if you thought I was least trustworthy in the previous two phases, this is the least trustworthy I am. At this phase, it's going to lead into the next phase. But what they're going to do at this time is then they learn, they learn the game. They learn how it works. They know what to say. Oh, baby. Oh, honey, baby. Honey cakes. Oh, sugar doll. And uh, oh, chocolate thunder. And they know the game and they know how to manipulate it by saying, hey, I'm one of the good ones, coach. What are you talking about? Where are you meeting these girls? These girls aren't like that. Not all women are like they do the manipulation like they never heard of the shit that I'm trying to tell you guys. So I'm least trustworthy of women at this age. And this could their motives become. Very, um, it's clear to me, but a lot of guys it's not clear to. For instance, this could be age 22 to 30, right? 32, 35, 22 to 35. They want to get married. They want to be taken off the market. They want to get rest from the carousel. They want a quick recovery from being broken by the guy in the path of most resistance, right? They had high standards. They'll bring the standards down. They'll go for the safer option. Or they'll target a safer option. All right, let me find a guy that doesn't know the game, a.k.a. And that's you. Okay, and then I'll say things to get to a certain point, but the point I'm trying to get to has to do with I want to have a baby. I got a corporate job now. I work five years. Now, time to lock down a husband. But it won't be from the path of most resistance. It will be none of those guys. By that time, those guys got kind of phased out. They got STI, uh, and went to jail. You know what I mean? Like those guys wouldn't be good options to represent them in their new life because they're now moved into adulthood. They settle down. They're tired of the jerks. They're exhausted by the jerks. So this is now survival. She wants to be able to procreate. She wants to have babies. She wants to maybe get married once in her life. And smarter women get this leverage and manipulation early. Like suburban white women, this will be 23, 24. Black women, 47, 48. All right, so... At this point, everything that they're doing is for a reason. She'll say something like this. And I heard this. Me and my son were out. And I actually give my son a little bit of red pills. When you're red pilling teenagers, never sit them down and tell them the game. When you're red pilling teenage boys, you want them to know the real. Never sit down. All right, son, I'm going to tell you how it does. And then get on the board, the chalkboard, and start doing it. What you do is you 
show them situations and scenarios. Talk to them for about a minute and leave it there. Let them marinate. We're on the, we're at the mall. We're coming down the escalator. There's a couple going up the escalator. The couple is, uh, I think it's a Latina couple. And the woman's hugged up on him. The woman's hugged up and he's hugged up on her. They're going up the escalator. Now, most people were like, oh, look, they're in love. Check this out. As we pass them on the escalator, they're so enthralled in their conversation, they don't notice us. So I hear her saying, well, it's just a promise ring. And the promise ring should be, she basically telling him about a promise ring. And so I hear that as they're going up the escalator. And he like, uh-huh, baby, uh-huh, uh-huh. He got his ball cap on, his Dodger ball cap. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And she's telling him about this promise ring. And I was like, ooh. I was like, hey, son, you hear that? I was like, you hear that? I was like, that is the first step to the next step. She basically is now, she's now trying to tell him, hey, it's just a little ring. This is what it means. It doesn't mean that. I think they were having a conversation of what it means and what it doesn't mean. And um, I was like, ooh, I was like, yeah, she giving him the ultimatum. She pressuring him. Now, you know that there's other men in the picture, but she's like, I'm targeting this guy because I need him to, he's more willing to go to these steps. Like Carlos, Juan, Fernando, they're not going through that. Francisco, yes. So she's like, this is what the promise ring means, and it doesn't mean that, and promise ring and this, and it should be this big, and this. I was like, oh, Ninja, yeah, the Ninja got a job. Mm. Okay. And I was like, son, I was like, what she's doing is she's going, again, remember, this type of manipulation, whatever the ask is, that's not the last ask. And she was like, I would just be happy if I got the promise ring. Don't worry. I'll be happy. I'll be yours. I won't have sex with another man. She might be generally correct on that one. But she's ready to bring it down. And this is a form of manipulation because once you get the promise ring, what comes next? There's going to be another ask. Then you're going to talk about sex, babies, locking it down, then engagement ring, then wedding planning, blah, 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 then wedding ring. That's just the first ask. Once you fall for that, rap. Mm. Baby. Yep. So this is just the first manipulative tactic. This is why for me, when I date women over 27, it's hard for me to really trust what they say. Because biologically, they got a lot of things going on. Are they going to have kids? Are they not? They can bait and switch you. I don't want any kids. She can say, I don't want any kids. I just want to be with you and we can have whatever we have. Then you get with her by about 32, three years down the line, 30. She's like, mm, well, you know, bait and switch. Now you're in. You done got rid of all your hoes. You kicking it. You think you got a good deal? Bait and switch. Mm. This happened to Kevin Costner. I don't want to get married. I'm 29, 30. I like being free. I don't believe in marriage. 35. You know what? <laughs> what about marriage? Well, she can manipulate you when she has the leverage. And this is when she will go for the lame. She will go for the guy who stood the test of time. No longer the past of most resistance. She's trying to get the best of both worlds. A little pooky, a little stability. Right? So this is the leverage tactics. Like, for me, for me, I, my warning sign is 27 to 40. I typically don't date in this age range because these women know a lot. They're well-versed. This is why when they say, you're trying to just take advantage of a younger woman. No, I'm not trying to be manipulated. I'm not trying to believe what you want me to believe about you because 
You got 12 years advantage on most men. 12 years advantage. And this is going to be bad. This play is going to be bad for men who trust this 100% that she has your best interest at heart. She's only looking for, for, she's mostly looking for her best interest. For instance, I'll give you another example. That same woman that says, hey, but come on, we could go all the way. Um, we could be together. We could be the power couple, right? What, what will happen if you put a prenup in front of her? What will happen if you put any challenge in front of her to this? Because she's going to push. She's going to be aggressive. She's going to lean on you. She's going to run that sweep, and she's going to pitch. <laughs> Four-yard pitch. She's going to be ready. And then you're going to clamp down on the defense. And she's going to be like, oh, F that. No, 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 no. So this part of the play. She out. She out, out, out. You're going to see a whole different woman. And this is going to give you your first indication. She's going to snap at you. She's going to go, rawr. When previously she was hugged up on you, cuddling, and, oh, baby, 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 please, baby, please, oh, baby, 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 I'll be so good. Baby, 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 you would be like, yeah, okay, yeah, baby, let's do this. Um, Yeah, let's go ahead and get that prenup. Rawr! <laughs> you go like, whoa. Like, rawr? Like, that's how you, now you swiping at me? When previously she was, oh, 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 yeah, baby, oh, yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Then she hit you with that row, row, like a dungeon dragon. And then you ain't going to hear shit for about six months. Six months. Then she'll come back and try to soften it up. Oh, hi, baby. Hi, cutie. Hi, hi stranger. Hi, big head. She's going to try to squirm, squirm her way right back. It's, it's so predictable. She'll squirm her way right back. Oh, baby, yeah, you know, how you been? I've been good. How are you? I'm good. You know, I'm just chilling. I just want to check on you and see how you work. She putting her bid in passively, aggressively. Like, just say what you want. Say what you want. What do you want? You want to get throttled? You want to get back in, climb back in, sneak in? What happened to that car accident you was in? What happened to that? What happened to that? I want to focus on myself. What happened to, what happened to all that? What you been doing for the last six months? Getting throttled? Failing at trying to get lock a guy down. So you coming back for me because you a sucker. So this is now the leverage manipulation, right? When they come back in thinking you dumb. Oh, well, I want to put my bid back in. She put her bid back in. Okay, no. Tell me what you was doing for the last year. What was you doing for the last six months? You was getting your insides pushing your esophagus. Don't lie. Or you were trying to lock down another dummy and he put your ass on waivers. He put your ass on waivers and you got dumped, pumped and dumped two and three times. Now you back here. Now, now let's see. This is what I, this is what I talk. This is how I talk. <laughs> right. This is how I talk to him. I'm like, come on, man, just spit it out. Let's see what we want. And then I can just tell you if you're barking up the wrong tree or what I can get you. I can get, what, what, what is it you want? Well, I was thinking of, you know, I really want a relationship. Bitch. I'm like what? Come on. Stop. Stop. Let's go through the last six months, day by day. Ninja, how many people you had sex with? How many ninjas you tried to knock down? How many? So this is all manipulation. Yep, and get to the back of the line. Get to the back of the line, all right? You can't just come in here and jump right to the front and come see me tonight or tomorrow. No. That's why you got to have a little bit of leverage and options and abundance on your side. Because if you fall for this, man, she got you hook, line, and sinker. This is an easy play. Last play. Uh, well, it's one of the next, the next play is the path of least resistance. 
Okay, remember, you went girls just want to have fun. Path of most resistance, lock down the top guy she can get. That's not going to work for most of them. Then the leverage and manipulation. All right, I'll make, guys, if you don't know, women talk about you like you're stupid when, they're not, when you're not around. Now, every now and then, they'll talk around the guy who they think they can trust, and they'll talk about how stupid you are. And they're right. <laughs> All right, listen, they're right. Girl, I'm going to do this, girl. Y'all just, dude, they think you're stupid. And so when you're not around, they be ha-ha and kiki and high-fiving each other and sniggling and telling you you just a goofball and what they going to do with you and how they going to chew you up and spit you out, <laughs> right? And how they going to hide they, they debaucherous activity. I'm letting y'all know. I've traveled with women. I've been with them. I've lived with them. I've, um, you know, worked with them. They, they are, they're telling you how they're going to get over on your goofy ass. That's just what they're doing. All right. I'm letting y'all know. <laughs> so do not think otherwise. Um, so the next play is going to be the path of least resistance. All right. She wants to get something quick. All right. So she's like, hey, listen, uh, where can I get what I want the quickest? Right. And she could be on a time issue or like. You know, uh, her friends could be getting married, right? She could be young and her friends all got married. Oh, shit. I need to get to the path of least resistance now. All right, they are locked down Beta Brad. They docked down Beta Beta Jamal. I need to get to the path of least resistance. All their kids are having babies. And she's like, mm, I don't want to be left out. All right, this could happen in their teenage years as well. So they'll go through the path of least resistance. And they'll get something quick. So, yeah, she'll rust the sh simp. She'll say. And that's you. This is a play. So you get her, she's 37, and you're like, she's wonderful. You meet her off Tinder or Bumble, and she's like, I'm a serious girl. I'm a one-man woman. I would never do that. I ain't never cheated. I never had a one-night stand. You getting the best of the best. You getting a diamond in the rough. You getting a woman that knows her worth, and I'm going to treat you like a king. I'm going the, 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 to bring the warm cloth and wipe your balls off. I'm going to do this. I would never do that. I never keep sexing with you. Away from you, I want to have five babies. Let's get it going. Come on. All right. Let's go. Let's get married quickly. Let's go. You taking too much time. Let's go. I'm not here to waste no time. I have my fun. I'm ready to settle down. Let's get it going. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> right. This is the next play. Guys, when I hear and when I see this shit, red ass flag. Red flag. This is why I can't mess with women between that age. Of, really, I won't start with them after 28. I certainly can't trust them at 32 and 35. All right. They're the least trustworthy because they're going to do the leverage and manipulation. Uh, you know, you know, and then they'll repackage themselves. You know, they'll grow and mature. They'll pivot. They've been lost for, you know, she's 35. She got 20 years of experience. 20. Rejecting ninjas. And, and so forth. You got five tops by the time you're in your mid-30s, most men. So the path of least resistance. She wants, she wants to get it quick, and she'll lower the standards. She'll take it. But this, this is a disaster because she'll get what she wants. Retirement benefits. She'll get a child. Praying mantis you, maybe a couple. She'll extend her clock. She'll get protection, maybe marriage. She'll get a marriage. She'll get a wedding. I mean, there's a whole bunch. I, I don't trust them at this age. Okay? I can't. Somebody says, uh, <laughs> somebody says, people always think I'm talking about my ex-wife. Dude, she was 25 when I married her, bro. <laughs> Please. This is not, has nothing to do with my ex-wife. None of it. 
She was 25. She was young. She cashed them chips in early, right? As early as possible. My wife was not 35. I got her down. I think I met her at 20, 23, 24. Stop. Stop with that bullshit. That was no projection at all. All right, so let's continue. <laughs> let's continue. Uh, going down the line. Remember, this, what I tell you is not all what I experience. I've been around women other than my ex and my wife. All right. I've been around a lot. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. This has, this has stuff to do with all of us being down the path of least resistance. Okay. The path of least resistance is uh, most of you guys are going to be targeted. Most of you guys are going to be targeted. This is where most of you guys are going to fail. And that's you. Okay. This is where most of you guys are going to fail. And you're going to get got on this. All right. Last two stages, they go fast. Girls just want to have fun. Part two. Girls just want to have fun. Part two. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is where you're going to get got especially if you were picked off the path of least resistance. This is where y'all going to get got. Yeah, right around 40, right around 40, she want to go back to the carousel. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. The sequel, she's going back because, because she's going back is because she has a different way of looking at life. She has a different way of looking at life. Now, the reason why she's going to go back could be various. She could have missed this phase. She could have missed this phase, right? She went through it quickly. She got married quickly. She went through the path of most resistance. She got the guy. But of course, it fizzled out. She got her kids. She got the investment. She got the house and the car. She got her student loan painted off, and she got a good set of titty implants. Now she's like, well, <laughs> now I want to go experience things that I missed. I missed my younger years. I was raising kids from 23 to, to 44. Uh, I missed out. I want to go have fun. I want to go shake that ass. I want to have, I want to, uh, she won a top salami off of bartenders in the bathroom, bouncers. This is the Aisha Curry shit. This is a big play. This is coming, guys. Pause. This is going to hit you hard in the gut because you thought, hey, I got her. I did what I needed to do. And it ain't going to be enough for a lot of women. They're going to jump their ass back out there. Or let's just say she didn't miss that years. She actually prolonged it and then got married at 30, 32, 35. Now, she locked you down. She locked down a sucker on the path of least resistance, but she going back out there. She misses getting throttled. You were the strawberry and whipped cream guy. You were the boxer and tank top white beater guy. You're the church socks and the five-second special guy. Now, time to go back out there, bro. She misses it. She got what she wanted out of it. She got a quick marriage. She got a quick kid. Out. She gone. Yep. Not only that, she could get half of your pension. She could stick around long enough to play the clock right. Boom. She out. Part two. What else happens? He says the streets are barking. What else happens? 
Well, she looks at sex entirely different, right? So, and this is all, this is all women. When they're young, there's a lot of danger to sex, right? There's the unknown. There's her reputation. There's disease. There's pregnancy. You know, um, how she's going to be reflected in the community. There, there's a lot going on with that. So when you're with a younger woman, she's always thinking about that. That's always on the back of her head. So she don't want to get knocked up accidentally. She don't want you to knock them up and leave them. She don't want to look like a whore. She don't want to look like, you know what I mean? She wants to leverage it as much as possible. When they turn 40, there's no more pregnancy for a lot of them. There's a danger of it, but they know how to work it. They're like, I know what, I'll just get an IUD. I'll just get a condom. I'll just The reputation already gone, right? They're not scared of it because they've already had a significant amount of it to not be scared and fearful anymore. There's no reputation loss in church or community. They already then left the church and backslid. Okay. Um, STIs, they already had a couple already and they passed one on to their husband and then they both kept her the secret from each other. We were scared of catching AIDS. Many, many of us would never got it. You know what I mean? Even though we were reckless out here, many of us have never faced that type of uh, consequence. So you're not scared of it anymore. You were scared back then, but you're like, well, nothing happened. So I'm gonna keep on going. So these things happen to the woman in her forties and she's more, this is why they are more likely to be sexually expressive, right? They'll say I'm more, I'm, I'm comfortable with that myself. I, I love the skin that I'm in, right? I'm comfortable with sex. They'll start talking about it in threesomes and experimenting and younger guys. The reason why is because there's no longer a threat. The threat is gone. The danger's gone, <laughs> okay? The danger's gone. Now she could just do whatever she wants, go back home, and also the, the danger of her catching feelings is gone. She could do it without catching feelings now. So she could just do it, be done, five minutes, be back in the uh, jacuzzi in Cancun. Mm. Yep. She's like, whatever. This is like the 30th guy. This is like the 50th, 100 guy. So it's no big deal. So these things now have pivoted into allow her to have more fun. And a lot of guys will fall for women like this. And I would tell you, do not. All right, just have fun. Have fun with them when they're having fun. All right, and last one, retirement plan. That's the play. They'll go back. They'll have some fun. They'll catch an STI. They'll calm down. All right, they'll deal with a dangerous pookie. He'll choke her. She'll pass out. She'll go back into, oh, let me find a retirement plan. These streets are fun. She'll go to Jamaica, get throttled, ramrodic, get an orgy. All right. And uh, she'll be like, you know, that was a little reckless. <laughs> right? That was a little reckless. So now it's time to get that retirement plan locked in. And then she's back on the path of least resistance. Now she's frustrated out there. She might even be on the most resistance path. She might go back through the girls just want to have fun. Then she'll go find and try to lock down a reform pookie. And then she'll try to manipulate the shit out of somebody. She'll go back through the cycle again to try to get that retirement plan. So this is like 50, 55, 60. Okay. Mm. 50, 50 something, 50 something. She had her fun late 30s. She probably already did a divorce somebody. She not she had her fun. She got her scare. She got herp dirt. Yep. She caught the herp dirt. She caught the herp dirt. She got the herpes. She just said, well, you know what? Let me pack that up. <laughs> let me pack it up. Let me go find a guy. And it could be a variety of men. Anyway, let me catch up on these super chats. That's the playbook. That's the playbook. That's the only place. 
any of you guys that buffed, rebuffed them at any points of these, you actually dodged a bullet. And you will find that they don't stick around long. If you make it challenging for them, they don't stick around very long if they're very hell-bent on manipulation, right? All right? And they're running out of time. Their time difference is different than us. So if they run out of time, they, they get the hell up out of there. They don't deal with you very, very long. All right, let me see here. I got super chats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, man, for the contributions. Let's see if we can get these. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, I like when try, people try to be in my head, man. Look, man, the information I give you is for you about men's experience, not about my experience. It's not always my experience. Don't read too much into it. Just take the information, man. Take the information. Shout out to uh, Toby. I got Toby. Martin says, where's the uncensored CGA app in the Apple store? Oh, I'm coming in with some uncensored content, probably starting tomorrow, um, where it's going to be uh, streaming content in addition to it's not it's not going to be members content. Members only stuff will still be relevant. But it will be a fourth hour of the show. Stay tuned. An ancient man says the studs have taken over Atlanta dudes, getting them pregnant for resources, too. Yeah, dude. <clears throat> Men are some of the men are out here goofy. I don't understand. So a man will do this and specifically lower thinking, low frequency men. There'll be two lesbians. Those let there was a rapper that did this. The rapper will the, the lesbians will say, come get this free punani. And, you know, we're there a couple and you're like, this is free. And you'll go over there and knock up the, the lesbians. This I don't, man, what is, what are guys doing? We talk about where men are, women, where women are delusional. Men are stuck on stupid. For real. Anytime it's free sex, y'all go run and go get it. Now you realize your dumb ass going to pay for that. You realize these two studs are going to go broke and you're going to be on child support. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You're going to be paying for them. Them girls, them two studs is not supporting those kids all the way to 18. And remember, kids, 18 is a long time. 18 is a long time. So what you'll do is you'll knock them up. And then for the first five years of the kid's life, they'll give you a little bit of parental rights and you won't have to pay. They're going to go broke by 40. Them two studs by 40, they're going to be dead ass broke. And then they're going to punish your ass through child support for the next 13 years. It is unbelievable, but ninjas will go and swear up and down that the Bunana was free. You either pay on the front end or the back end, <laughs> right? Thriller says, uh, Coach, one wise black lady told me that these young black men are often being encouraged by their mothers. Yeah, he says, unfortunately, I grew up and it's true. That's the biggest influence in their lives. Most young black men um, is their mother. Um, you guys got to detach and cut the umbilical cord from your mothers. Uh, love your mother. Appreciate her. Uh, realize that she probably made foolish decisions about your life. Highly likely. Um, and if you think she was different than any of these scraggle mothers out here, you're you're crazy. Sometimes she saved your life from many situations. And uh, but um, she would have to be a very, very, very um, conscious woman as to have led you down the right path. The majority of them have led you down the wrong path. All right, for sure, without a doubt, because mothers can't raise sons. This is being general. 
My mother will never know a man. They will never know what a young man needs and so so forth and so on. There's no way she's made the right decisions for you in general. No way in hell. And she probably didn't lie to you various ways. All right, Rodrigo Da Silva, single mother's legacy, gangbangers, unachievers, underachievers, tra traumatized people, dark triad personality types, and so on. Imagine how lovely the mom's home must be. It all starts with the father amputation. Yes, shaking my head. And this happens at a young age. So, you know, you know, um, what is the doctoring called? Can't remember off the top of my head. Something doctoring. All right, but um, typically when a child's under eight, the mother will develop a strong attachment. We talked about this, and uh, she will skip the complex where the child actually attaches to the father, and the child will start to see the father as a competitor. This is a part of the um, Electra complex, Oedipus complex, if you will, by the cocaine-sniffing Sigmund Freud. But it is true, the father does not allow, uh, the mother interferes with the connection between the father and the son and then essentially the son will see the father as a rival because they've never connected through them and thus these kids will have an unnecessarily strong attachment to the mother this attachment will lead to you doing some stupid shit like for instance tender years doctrine thank you tender years doctrine thank you for the brother so tender years means the years up until eight where the kid is attached to the mother all right but after eight it's almost unnecessary for the mother to be around Certainly after 13, the mother actually is going to be a hindrance to the child's development. And certainly after 18, this mother should be completely removed and the kid should be removed from the mother. Certainly at 13. Somebody says rival, LOL. Yeah, you, you missed the entire stream. I know a lot of people can't keep on my, with my streams, but let me show you where the father, there's a lot of young people here where the child look as the father as the rival. For instance, if have, and we've seen this, if a, if a mother's holding a child and the father walks up and kisses the mother, the, the kid is going to slap the father. You guys are some dumbasses. I'm telling you, the kid's going to push the father away. Get away. Get away. The father's arrival. <laughs> People are dumb as hell. This is this is early programming where the kid is attached to the mom. The, 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 the son sees the mom as his. <laughs> And thus, he will even keep the father away. That is a rival concept. That young children, all right, young children attach. This, this happens. Even the daughter will experience this. The daughter will say, I want to marry dad. Mm. <laughs> and the mom will be the rival. What they have to do is work through that. And this is what happens. Most of the time, the kids are removed from the father at that point. Okay. And so what will happen is the kid is removed from the father at that point, and then that kid is never going to bond with the father. So then the kid naturally should see the dad as not a rival. Hey, I want to bond with you. I want to be like dad. I want to walk, talk, dress like dad. I want to go ride buggies with dad. I want to shoot with dad. I want to do everything dad's doing. That's when he goes from rival to that's my mentor. See, people think this shit is easy, and it ain't. But you ain't on my level, so sit down in class while I'm speaking. That is a level of what you see black male never get to. Most black male males never get to that with their father. 
They constantly be stuck on their mama. Don't talk about my mama and my mama's everything and my mama sacrifice and my mama, my mama, my mama, my mama, my mama. They never get to, damn, that's dad. He works hard. I want to be like him. I want to, I want to smoke cigarettes like him. <laughs> right? I, I'm going to dress like him and I'm going to look at him and I'm going to, you see that? That's what we're talking about. But ninjas are so dumb out here, you don't want to listen to the man teaching you. Let me teach and sit your punk ass down in class. Stop disrupting my class with your ignorance. Okay. The reason why black men are, are in the position they're in is they never, they never see their father as not a rival. Their father's always F my daddy. Tupac. Tupac, every rapper has made a song about F their daddy and my daddy did and my daddy did this and my daddy. That's because they're too attached to their mama. You too attached to your mama, you goofy ass, and your dad is a rival. And you listen to your mother tell how bad of a man your daddy is. And then you grow up. Yeah, my daddy was an asshole. He was a rolling stone and he was and you don't know shit. And you stuck on your mama, my mama, my mama, my mama. Because you are you a goofy ass Oedipus complex ass uh, uh, son husband. That's what you are. You a goofy ass emotional and you'll shoot some ninja and lose your freedom over your goofy ass mama. Over your goofy ass mama. Because you stuck on your mama. Y'all ninjas need to cut the umbilical cord on your mamas. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. All right, what are we doing here? Andre416 says both charged with deletion and it was her gun and she texted him to come in. She even said, finish him, dude. Wow, he says, dude was wrong, but Patrice said, don't put yourself in that situation, especially in the community. Mm. Wow, she even said, finish him? Oh my goodness, man. Well, I do think that if you do, she was getting punched. So, <laughs> um. You guys got to know, man, you, you can't only shoot somebody if they're threatening you bodily harm or threatening your life. In that situation, he did hit her twice and there was time in between and she was in the corner. So if you are going to delete somebody, you need to finish. <laughs> All right. Anyway, shout out to Face Facts at CPU Community Plantation University. He says the NWO. New, 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 new world he says can't nuke baby. The community, he says, so putting the women in charge is an effective alternative. Yeah. Uh, the population agenda. All right. If people are really concerned with the community, y'all need to be concerned that women have children past the age of eight. I don't think they they're actually they're very. They're very little of a necessity to a boy's life after eight. Anybody that disagrees with me, anybody that anybody disagree with that, first of all, we're going to pass the three hour mark. Does anybody disagree with that? Because I'm going to flip it right on your head. Ladies, do you disagree with that? Do you disagree that a mother should have impact and a complete autonomy over their son's life after eight? Okay. Because I'm going to flip that shit on your head in a minute. Okay. Now, watch this. Do you think, do you think men... Fathers should raise daughters without any input from the mother after age eight. So 
let's let's flip it the other way. Do you think a man or a father should raise a daughter after the age of eight in the absence of the mother? They could, but do I'm talking about the women who disagree. I'm talking about the women who disagree with me. It could. I'm talking about the women that say, no, I don't see anything wrong with that. Okay. I'm not the people who, not the people who agree with me. Talk about the people who disagree with me. If you disagree with me, let's just say, let all the men raise the daughters up until from age eight to 18. Let's see how this shit works out. Now, I believe men could do it better than the women could do it. Okay. Because adolescence is something that is going to be very, very difficult to balance if you're a weak ass parent. So, this is when women typically lose their children. Single mothers typically lose. This is typically, generally, single mothers typically lose their children at adolescence, meaning they did a good job up until 12. Then adolescence came and it was a wrap, all right? <laughs> it was a wrap, right? Then they couldn't balance it out. Then it was a co complete, teen the teenagers ran over the mama. All right, um, this is typical. Joe K says, BM's got to lead the community. This is low-level behavior, indeed. Jose Rodriguez says, did you see? Wait, did you not see that rat that ran across the floor in the restaurant? I didn't. Yikes. Shot X says, BW's criticized passport bro saying that they're having sex with minors. I asked all the time if they had, if they have the same smoke for the dope boys in the community. Being with high school girls, I have to ask that again. So, yeah, do they have the same smoke for the dope boys in the community that are having relations with high school girls? And we know it's happening. It's happening. It's without a doubt happening. And um, for some reason, the dope boys in the community are the most protected black male class in the hood. There's reasons why. But somebody explore that. There's reasons why. The dope boys, the pookies are the most protected class of black men in the history of the community. Meaning that these ninjas won't be on child support. These ninjas don't have to spend time with their kid. They don't even have to ask to spend time with their kid. The kids dress like the kid. The stepdad will be in the kid's life. The stepdad will delete the pookie and go to jail. Uh, the pookies will never be called out on their bullshit. They'll never be responsible for their behavior. Will The lames, us, will pay the penalty of the pookie. And the pookie will never pay the consequences and repercussions of his of his past actions. 100%. We'll all have to live. Um, we'll often have to live accordingly and treat women differently than the pookie treated her up to age 20. And she'll be like, all the pookies, all these men treated us like shit. Like who? Pookie? Okay, now from age 20 and on, I got to treat you like a queen. Hold up. It's toxic ass behavior. It's low level, almost gorilla orangutan behavior. I don't even think they're reaching that low, but that's neither here nor there. Have at it, guys. You, you face the consequences of this shit. I ain't in it. I ain't in it. All right. Shout out to <laughs> ninjas is mad right now. All right. Shout out to B. Real Mahogany. Speaking of animals, B. Real Mahogany says some of y'all trying to domesticate wild animals while we over here feeding them at scheduled feeding time. Yeah, they're going to be bad here. Hey, hey, hey. New, 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 new world order. All right, look, let me stop. All right, we got uh, Jamal Martin says, B-Dub prosecutor has dropped charges in Chicago. Mm. 
Oh, man. So nobody's getting charged with this man getting shot. Um, it could be a self-defense, and they might have a case, but there's still a felony related to the gun possession of the minor. Nothing. It's Chicago, man. Y'all still live in Chicago? They dropped the charges against them. Oh, they dropped it. Somebody just said that. And he was a cokehead. Oh, man. Well, George Floyd got away with that type of... Anyway, where's Black Lives Matter when we need them? I got to do... Black men, get out of the community. Please. There's no such thing as a community. It is a figment of your imagination. It is a prison. It is a mental prison. This community, this allegiance to the community, that shit is the biggest mental prison of black men. I'm going to tell you, release the shackles from your reign of the community. It does not exist. I don't, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to prove why it doesn't exist. I'm going to prove why. Let me pull up a map. I'm going to prove why. Shout out to Sucker for Love Ninja since my wife lets, left me for a Reverend X type ninja. <laughs> All right. I'm going to prove to you why the community tie doesn't exist. All right. Watch this. Excuse me. I had to cough and clear my throat for a minute. All right. So check this out. There's no such thing. It's a mental, it's a mental prison for mostly black men. Watch this. Take a look at this map. I want you to look at this map. All right. Now, now. Where is the black community on this map? Anybody know? Anybody know? All right. Let me just point a couple out here. There's one right here, right there in Los Angeles. It's a small subsection where 80% of the blacks in Los Angeles live. Then there's one in Phoenix. There's a small one in Albuquerque. There's a bunch. There's one in Oak Grove in Dallas. There's one in Houston. There's one here. There's Baton Rouge. Now you're going to get into a bigger here. You got to kick. We're not going to talk about this area here. Then there's one right here, East St. Louis. Then there's one here, uh, Chicago, Chicago, East St. Louis, Milwaukee, Detroit. If there was one community, why in the hell are they all spread out like this? Why are they always in the Oak Cliffs? So what did I say? Oak Grove, Oak Cliff, Memphis, Atlanta. All right. One here in Philadelphia. One there in the Bronx, okay, a uh, little bit in Boston. None up here, none over here. There's one in Tuckwilla, Washington. There's a little bit in Portland, Oregon. There's one in North Las Vegas. There's none. There's none in here. None. There's none in here. There's a little bit nor. There's one in uh. Why is there always one spread out? They always spread out miles from each other, but it's still the same bullshit. How could it be possible that a group of people, when you hop all over the damn map, <laughs> it's the same bullshit? Like a community is a conglomerate of people in an area, in a region. Like you got to be in a region. So let's just say this was the black community here, all in Arizona, right? You'd be like, okay, that makes sense. They down there doing foolish shit, all right, whatever it is. But it don't matter how I hop around the country or where I go, it's the same bullshit. Now explain that. Explain that. That's not a community. That is not a community. That ain't even a conglomeration of mindsets. Like, why is it the same shit everywhere I go? There's one in Indianapolis and Gary. There's one in Washington, D.C. There's a one in Baltimore. There's one in Rhode Island. It's all scattered across the country. How can it be? To me, that's not a community. That's a mentality. So there's a mentality that you're training your kids to be. And no matter where you go, it's the same mentality. It don't it, like that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that it could just keep skipping all over the country like this where the suburbs don't have it. 
and but it's here, right? It's here and here, and then it jumps over here. Then it's over in Oak Cliff, but not in the rest of Texas. Then it manages to skip. Then it jumps over to Baton Rouge. Then it skips. Then it's in Shreveport. Like, dude, it's a mindset. It's a mentality. And it's a bad one. Men. Men. If you want to see the other side, you got to get out. He said, that's your people, not mine. I don't know none of these people's name. I don't know none of these people's name. They ain't my. They are not my folks. I don't care what you say. And I've been around in these places, man. I don't want them. <laughs> By the way, as a means to tell you, watch this. This show is now going to be three and a half hours. Let me kick myself. Watch this. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you a means to show you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Let's see if I can pull this up. Dang, these maps are small. Let me show you how it works here. Oh, damn, that ain't it. Okay, all right. I think I might be able to. I might be able to show it here. Oh shit! Oh, hold on for a second. Let me go to images. Uh, here we go. Oh shit! It won't scroll over. Uh, okay. Nah, man. I want y'all to be able to read this. Okay, this is as best as I could do it. This is the best I could do it. If I took the Native American map, if I took the map of Native American breakdown, right? And I said, this is this is this is a smaller map. All right. This is what the Native American map looked like prior to the Native American, the the black and the or the uh or the white European. All right, I want to ask y'all something. Right here, you have the Choctaw Native American. Over here, you have the Chumash. Are these the same people? See, this is where you got to break your mentality. Are the people in the Apache the same as the Sioux up here? So would these people say these are our people? Now you will when they wipe the map out of, off of everybody and they trail it here, then you was like my people. But are these the same tribe? See, are the First Nation people in Vancouver the same as the Comanche? They don't see each other as the same, and it's fine. Are the Cheyenne the same as the Seminole? <laughs> right? Are the people in Miami, Ohio, the tribes there, the same as the Shoshone, all right? See, here's the, you gotta, you got, you gotta be like, hey, we different out here. You gotta think, I mean, this is, you gotta at least give this a thought and be like, mm. somebody says Miami is from Ohio. Yes, the University of Miami, Ohio. You guys know there's a university there, the University of Miami, Ohio. All right, and that comes from the Miami tribe, and they were used to be a native. I think they used to be like the Red Hawks. They used to be an Indian name. Their university used to be an Indian name. Miami of Ohio, they had an Indian name, and they just changed it to the Red Hawk. But Miami, Ohio is the thing. Yeah, they come from the Miami tribe. So, yeah, I think they were the Red Hawk, and now they're the Redbirds or something. Anyway, 
So think about this. We're living the same thing, but now we're supposed to hop from 3,000 miles every 900 miles I run into my people. I don't think so. Mm. <laughs> right? It's okay. I don't think so. That's just too much. That's just too too much spread out that I got to be responsible for. I got I to be responsible for these people's behavior all the way across the map. Nope. Nope. No. I actually, absolutely not. I think we need to change the mindset. And first, you got to break your mindset of that. You got to free yourself of that. Because <laughs> the Native Americans would never. All right. Anyway. Mm. But do as you wish. He says they still were all Indians. False. <laughs> they were not all Indians. What the hell? Come on, bro. How are they all Indians? First of all, they would never refer to themselves as Indians. Just like you referring yourself as a ninja is super counterproductive. They refer to themselves as the Cheyenne people. They were not all Indians. Now they got treated like Indians, just like y'all get treated like ninjas. But again, you got to, that's a mentality. They did not look at themselves as Indians. <laughs> bro, what are we doing? What happened to, what's wrong with America, bro? America has fallen. They did not, first of all, Indians is a very negative word to them. They were not sitting here going, we're Indians. And then the Europeans showed up. In fact, it is said that the Europeans gave them the name Indians. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm here to teach something, bro. But they were not all Indians. They did not look at themselves as that. In fact, contrary to popular belief, they literally fought with each other. Y'all don't want to talk about this. They were at war with each other. Do we want to even bring that part up? So not only did they not identify together, they was at war peeling caps and scalps. Mm. We don't want to do that either. <laughs> okay, do we want to talk about how they were at war before the white man showed up? No, we don't want to talk about that. They were doing Indian or Indian crime. Do we want to talk about this? We don't. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, he said the Indians were black. See, we can't have this conversation. The Indians were black. What are we doing, man? If you're going to say it right, the indigenous people, the people native to the land on the eastern seaboard were definitely black. We could have that conversation, but we can't say the Indians were black. And by the way, black folks, stop stealing everybody else's culture. We were in Europe. I mean, we've been everywhere, but we were the Mexicans originally. We were the originally Hebrews. We were the originally Romans. We were the originally Indians. We, we got we to gotta pick. Let's pick one. Can we pick one? We were the aboriginal people, but we're going we gonna to pick everybody's. We want their culture. We were the original white folks. Sooner or later, we were also the original Egyptians. Sooner or later, we're going to be the originous, original Swedens. Um, let's pick one. We were the original Asians. Geng Genghis Khan was a is black man. Genghis Khan was the original black man. I'm going to need y'all to slow it down. We was the original Greeks, although they were freaks. See, the funny thing is we want to take the good parts of their culture and eliminate the bad. I need y'all to pick one goddamn group, and let's educate ourselves on that. If we're going to be all the original Hebrews, let's educate ourselves on that. I'm cool with it. I'm not against it. I'm cool. If we're going to be the original Asians, the Asiatics, I want to be. 
I'm not trying to shit on y'all. I'm just trying to tell you, man, let's stick to a story. Let's get one story and stick to it. All right, anyway. Be the original Irish. We gonna be the original Pales. Let's stick to one story. All right, and, and let's, let's hammer down and get that one. Let's get that one figured out before we start going in and saying we... Let's go back to the beginning. When did we build the pyramids? Was it the Hebrews or the original? He what we doing, man? I know, man, it's hard to just say you, you just you, man. I'm just me and I ain't a part of the rest of these ninjas. All right. I know it's hard to say that. I, that's what I'm going with until y'all figure it out. Sooner or later. Y'all going to have me out here looking crazy. Pro black skedaddling at the moment. We like other people's cultures. We the original Italians, too, in Sicily as well. So we like to steal everybody else's culture, and we ashamed to be us. We got to figure out. We got to figure it out. Shout out to my man, Antoine. I got it. All right. Uh, what is it? Christopher Zen says, YouTube Super Chats are broken. Odyssey is better. No, thank you. All right. Cody, I, I got to hurt too many people over to one place. There's no way. Shout out to Cody says, keep up the good work. Thank you, man. Uh, Thriller says, Coach, I was referring to the young black men running the streets with their mamas, even encouraging it. Let's not argue with strangers out here, guys. Thank you, brother. Dr. Thunder says, Agent 21. And if you know, new, 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 Agenda new 21, order. Agent 21, Agenda 21. Um, Again, people don't want to go into that either. Like, they don't think that. Nah, I mean, that's too sad. It's too sad. Right. You know, I don't want to go into it, but. We're at a, there's a great threat against our control. Shout out to no government name, be Asian here. We almost done. I'm rich, he says, I just subscribed to Coach Greg Adams TV IG page. It's only a few bucks. Coach gang, support your boy on his IG before it gets demonetized for telling the truth. Indeed. All right. Shout out to, uh, oh, okay, so that's it on Venmo, and we're almost done. I got PayPal left, so uh, bear with me. And then at some particular point this week, we're going to go over into overtime. Indeed. All right, so, all right, we got like one, two. We got like two more. And I, I wish everybody well in pursuit of whatever their knowledge is. I don't want to make fun of it. I don't want you to, I, I kind of make things comedic so you can get an idea of what you're dealing with sometimes, but it's hard for us to actually trace down who our damn daddy and granddaddy is without me having to deal with, I was the original Moors. I was the Aborigines in Australia. Now here's the deal. We been a, you know, our people have been around for a long time. The original man, that's a great conversation, but it's hard then when you're confusing people about this without anything um, without specific context. And so uh, if I'm over in Hebrew land, the original Israelites, and I'm still over in Native American shit too, like, yo, you don't even know who your daddy is. Y'all niggas don't even know who y'all daddies is. What's your daddy's social security number? And if you take your ass over there, <laughs> right, hop your ass over there and find out. Now, that's where your problem is going to be. 
All right, anyway. Hop your ass over there and find out real quick and go over there to these places. Uh, we do this, uh, you know, I, I saw a wonderful video of some beautiful Ethiopian women. They were beautiful. Ethiopian women can be very, very beautiful. And there is like black excellence and black queens and that. I'm like, man, would you sit your ass down? They don't look at it like that. Why? Because that's they're in their land, right? They're not like, hey, we're black excellence. We're black queens over there. They're just them. They don't give a shit about no black excellence and no black. All the comment section filled up. I'm like, if y'all don't sit y'all asses down with that crazy shit. Like, how are they your? How are they black? Like, explain it. They're, they're not you. They're, they don't represent you. And you ain't never been over there. <laughs> right? First of all, you ain't never been over there and you ain't never going over there. Because if you took your ass over there, okay, if you took your ass over there with that bonnet and them slippers, and if you took your ass over there showing skin and booty and twerking, guess what's going to happen to you? You're going to get sent right back on a plane if you make it out. Because that area is very close to the Middle East. Do not go play no games over there. <laughs> right? You're going to take your ass over there and play goofy-ass black American game? Your ass going to get sent packed back quick. Okay? They're going to stone the shit out of you. You ever been to these areas? You think you're going to go out there with your booty out? You think you're going to go over there with your legs and your arms out? <laughs> right? So, stop. You can't go over there with Atlanta bullshit over there. You can. You'd be lucky to get you'd be lucky to get up out of there without getting touched up because the men gonna touch you up. By the way, ladies, if you go over there, the men gonna touch you up. You think men are bad out here? You think men are bad out here with sexualizing women? You go out there with your shoulders out, they're gonna put hands on you. All right, first of all, they're gonna touch you up. And nobody's going to jail. They're going to start grabbing. And now they might say for tourism reasons, we won't do it. But they will go to Egypt with your booty out and your legs out. Go to Egypt with your with your shoulders out and your arms out. All the stuff that they make fun of men over here. All these men are this and that. Go to Egypt with your arms out and your shoulders. <laughs> you getting touched without permission by a group of men. They're going to be all on you, over you. So don't play. Don't play games out there. Nobody, you're going to be like, hey, um, did you see them touch my? They're going to be like, shouldn't have been wearing a wrap. Uh, so anyway, you think it's bad in America how men treat women over here? Go over there. <laughs> right. Go over there and try it out real fast. You come up missing. You come up missing. You will come up missing. Anyway, let me stop. Das Tokens says uh, soon is going to be harder to tell. And by the way, for, before I get into that, men, if you want to go over there too, please understand you got to follow the rules and the rules aren't as favorable as you think. All right. So a lot of guys are trying to get guys to turn to Islam. Hey, man, if you uh, a horny bastard, please stop. You're not going to think, you know, you're not going to just go over there. We get 10 wives and fondle up women and treat them like dirt. You're going to have hardcore rules. And one of the hardcore rules that you're going to get over there, guys, if you ever turn to those cultures, 
and shout out to those cultures, is if you simp, if you simp, you basically just, yeah, and no drinking booze either, no booze. If you simp over there, black man, listen up. You're going to go over there. He's going to be your people. If you simp over there, do not go simp over there. <laughs> you go get, you're going to come up missing. You could come up missing. All right. Do not drink it. Yep. Anyway. Simps, they, they will, they get rid of the simps. They weed them out. All right. Let's get, okay. He going to mess up our shit. All right. Das Token says soon it's going to be harder to tell which are which because they're about to make a cure for the herp derp. I've seen the research. He says it almost looks fake, but it's 100% real research. Dr. Keith Jerome. Hey, a cure for the herb derp. All right. Shout out to them. All right. We almost done, man. We almost done. Hit the like button on the way out. This is just a little bit of mess out here. This is a mess. This is the messy time of the show that I get. Okay, I got one, two, three, four, and then we're out. Okay, Kaylin says, Coach, this year is the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, in your opinion. What is the greatest hip-hop song ever and the best rapper? Oh, I can't get into those. I can't get into those. I like who I like, right? I like who I like. Um, there's some better than others, the greatest hip-hop, 50 years. I don't want to say the same old, same old either. I like some guys that nobody even heard and nobody even ran after, and they bought, probably sold 50 records. So, hip hop has been shout out to hip hop music 50th anniversary. No government name. What's up, coach? I'm going to go play in the flag football tournament this weekend. The two ninjas with dreadlocks got into a fight and started grabbing each other's hair and started shouting, Let go of my hair. What happened to men? What happened? Where did all the men go? Done. Wow. Wow. Let go of my hair. Yeah, man. You know, I don't think that's what you want to do when you're fighting another man. All right. <laughs> Giovanni says, can you clip Booker T with the can you dig it sucker? All right, I'll try. I'll try. Shout out to the ladies. Hey, ladies, by the way, you caused all of this mess. All right, because men are so, again, we talked about it. Ladies have caused this mess in the direction that men have gone. So women, understand what your power is. I never want men to believe women are weak. Women are very strong. They're very, very uh, they're very, very manipulative, and they change the culture and the behavior of men. If you want to understand your power as women, you have to understand and embrace and accept these things. You have power and influence as to the behavior of men. If you like thugs, ninjas start dressing like thugs. If you like pimps, they start wanting to be a pimp. If you actually, if you actually out here, um, out here, uh, this is called Briefolds Law. Briefolds Law. So you influence the behavior of men based on what you're doing. So if you think you're not responsible, I want to wear what I want to wear, do what I want to do. Okay, I mean, yeah. Stop calling men. Um, but just realize that after a time, you're gonna have influence as to the direction men take. Uh, they like men with long hair. They're just gonna wear long hair. You like men with 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 uh with um that wear tight 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 jeans. Okay, tight jeans. Ninja's gonna be wearing tight jeans tomorrow. You like game back? I mean, it's a it's a it's a cycle that they don't want to accept the responsibility. Well, it ain't my fault. 
Ninjas, you they will have your ass slap boxing in the street. They will have your ass deleting another man. This is how powerful their tongue is. This is how powerful their influence is on societies. And people have known this. And they want to just remove themselves from it, although have the input, get the good things from it, and remove themselves. Okay? Brief false law is real. You, They influence the direction and behavior of men. Be mad at it, but it is what it is. Um, and another strong male group elder male group can actually counteract that right so an elder male group can school men and be like watch out son watch out cousins watch out my people watch out don't do this watch out for that but simps will do the opposite and they'll do the bidding like um dr umar simping for women to try to pay his rent dr umar tells men to actually do things double down on stupidity right to actually uh, reward the women who've made the worst decisions. Right. So you guys got to watch out for that. And women, I think you guys got to be a little bit more responsible for your behavior. But in past times, just to be honest with you, women weren't 100% responsible for this activity. Men had to make sure you told the line. Now, men have done some despicable things during these times as well. So there could be an even balance like pastors and leaders and They've done some despicable things so that I don't agree with. But also elder women. To give an idea, elder women are the Gen Xers, meaning that they're the elders. They're supposed to know better. They're supposed to pass down wisdom and judgment and give people warnings. Instead, Gen X women are trying to too busy trying to be Gen Z women. Men, you are not alone. and They are not alone in this, too. We're trying to do this. Ninja's trying to be cool. Ninja's talking about swag, 40, 50, 60 years old. Like what? At 50? Are we really talking about trying to be cool at 50? Ninja, I'm naturally cool. But we trying? Are we trying? <laughs> like, come on, man. I think that's despicable. It's very immature. That's one of the immature, more, most immature shit that I've seen out here. Ninja's trying to be cool. At 50 and 40, 45, this is absolutely a disgrace. Can y'all can y'all sit down? No one to sit down. No one to sit down. No one to give it up to the next culture and let them have their time. Instead, y'all want to go clubbing with the young people. Y'all want to pull all the young girls. Uh, old hoes trying to get young ninjas. Would you let them have their time? Let them, Well, I can still be at the junior college, though. I'm going to still be at the junior college. I'm going to still enjoy me. But let them have their time. Y'all not just trying to keep me along alive. Y'all trying to keep uh, Taraji P. Henson uh, relevant. Y'all trying to keep uh, Sierra and uh, uh, Gabrielle Union relevant. Let these young people have their time. Sit down. I want to hear about these old ass women. She still got. No, 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 no. Let them sit down. Fall back. Old ninjas fall back. Take off your baseball cap and all that shit. Listen, y'all could do that. Y'all could rock what you want. But we can't be trying to step in front of them. You know what I mean? Let them do it. Let them live their life without us interfering and, and messing up their shit. You know what I mean? Let them go out there and shoot each other to death. You know what I mean? And don't be caught in the crossfire. But what we can do, we can look like them. We can dress like them. But we shouldn't be out here with them. Okay? Can't be out here with them. Can't be out here uh, trying to prolong our shit as long as we can. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Let's be the wiser. 
fall back. You know what I mean? Don't be out here boxing. Ninjas out here boxing and taking Taekwondo and Muay Thai just in case they got to uh, uh, put a 23-year-old ninja at the bar in a chin lock. I think we, that's too far. You got old-ass Elon Musk and that damn uh, whatever Facebook guy trying to get in the cage. Man, let the young lions. Let the young lions. <laughs> right. We supposed to be the wiser lady. Y'all supposed to not be hoes out here. Y'all could be hoes, but don't be out where the hoes, the young, the good hoes is at. Go there around the corner and get on the blade. You know what I mean? Stop being out here trying to have your peace leave vision. Absolutely a disgrace. It's arrested development. It's arrested development. It's absolutely a disgrace. And you wonder why, you know, people don't grow up. I don't want to grow up. <laughs> it's just out here trying to be young. JC says the top five is I, Dylan, 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 and Dylan. All right, shout out to you. Zuckerberg is his name. Zuckerberg. But I do, I think you should put cool away at 32. 32, put the cool away. You got these ninjas trying to be cool. Put the, Now, listen, I get, I get cool. You know what I mean? I get cool. There's cool, then there's cool, then there's cool. You could be cool. Let's be cool. Just be, you know what I mean? Just, you know, but y'all trying to outdo the ninjas. Y'all at the shoe store. Oh, look at the colorway. Y'all in there looking at the shoes and shit coming out. Khaki's crease. You gotta be. He says, you old when you can't walk no more. You don't have to be old. I'm just saying, you don't have to be old. There's a way to get this, like, right? I'm not going to be at the club with a don't, 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 don't. I'm going to be at the lounge chilling. You know what I mean? You know, chilling and top billing, you know? Hey, hey. And there's going to be, there's going to be, um, there's going to be young girls at the lounge. Come on, baby. How you doing? Yeah, yeah. Hey, sit down. Sit down. You're going to have it there. Just be in your grown man game. Bring in your grown man spirit. If I'm at the EDM or the ED, if I'm there, man, I'm, I'm in the wrong spot raving and shit like nah man I don't think you need I don't think you need to do all that staying up to 2, 3, 4 in the morning you know you ain't gonna be worth shit tomorrow you ain't gonna be worth shit soon as you standing out there like let's be okay let's just put it like this let's be mature mature is cool doesn't mean you have to put away your your your, your baseball caps and your your Jordans but let's be mature about it let's be mature about it that's what I'm out here doing man all right, but y'all, uh, shout out to the young girls. Get him, daddy. All right, we out here. We out of here, I should say. We'll be back later on this evening. Hit the like button on the way out. And we got a great topic later on into the show. So anyway, here you go right here. Okay, biggest turnoffs. Biggest turnoffs. Attitude. Um, what kind of attitude? You know, snobby, bitchy type. Give me an example. Like, if you're sitting there complaining about everything, okay. you know what I mean? That's just negative energy. Like, yeah. I mean, it, you complaining ain't gonna do me no good. Do you like black girls? Of course. And I'm just like, bitchy me, attitude me, complain a lot, me. I guess I'm not his type. 